why you can fight and you can fight. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, season three, three, episode one, episode one of Duck and Yusher. I uh, this is Duck and Yusher movie podcast where two good homies uh, sit and talk about the favorite movies. That's right. I am one half of that team, Mister Zachary W. Fisher, uh, and and with me as always, uh, my counterpart, Mister Joshua A. Stan Camp. That's correct. And joining us on this phenomenal cast is my lovely wife Megan. Hello. Whose last name happens to be. Hook. Hook. Interesting. You didn't uh, believe me in the beginning. <clears throat> no one ever believed you. No. <laughs> I want to thank you all for tuning in. This is a special episode. The last uh, time that I got to choose a personal movie, one of my favorites, we talked about Dune just before its release. So this is Josh's pick um, and one of his favorite movies. Before we get started, we want to thank all of our uh, patrons and our sponsors, the good homies over at Copper Fox Tattoo Company. Uh, if you're in need of a tattoo... Please give them a shout. They are in West 192 in Central Florida. You got to be near like Kissimmee, St. Cloud, Orlando. Uh, you can reach them at uh, 407-397-9938. Go see them. Thank you. And to our producer, Mr. AJ Simmons. Thank you very kindly. And uh, it's lovely to be here with you guys. Yeah. Indeed. It's a beautiful day in Florida. <clears throat> beautiful mm-hmm. night because it's nighttime right now. But Right. It was a good day though. The weather's, the weather's been changing. The weather's perfect. Did everyone have a great Halloween? Yeah, 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 did you? I sure did. Good. I went to a Halloween party. Did you dress up? No, I didn't. Uh, <clears throat> this is one of the first years in a while I didn't dress up. That's okay. uh, we, we, dressed, we dressed up like uh, Penny and Gary Marshall from uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, uh, yeah. The old couple that's like... I saw your com- comparison. Uh, photo. and stuff. My sister's nearly dead. Well, because they were the Sanderson sisters, so we wanted to pop in and oh, surprise them with fun. something a little bit different. Well, yeah, since uh, the last episode... What I know that the biggest event for me was uh, the release of Dune. Yep, which, which I which fantastic. I give that movie five ducks, five the, ducks the all the way one. around. Yep. I five was ducks, fantastic. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, it would have been so cool to have just read Dune again or Dune for the first time and then see the movie like right there instead of waiting as long as I did. But it was still worth it. It was phenomenal. I'm excited. I've I've seen it at least seven times. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, we watched it on the t- on our TV. Yeah, and I think the only thing that I was kind of like maybe I should see it in the theaters is just that the dark scene when mm-hmm. you when you get to see like the sandworm that was chasing them. Yeah, it was a little hard for me to see it on my television just because right. it, it was pretty pretty dark. I watched it at first in theaters. That was uh, fucking imperative, you know, for, especially for a movie like that. But I, now it's like a comfort movie. I put it on when I go to sleep. <laughs> just, I love it. Yeah, just good. put it on. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. The because it's just slow enough. And and like no, not noisy, but kind of like it's unhurried. It just kind of takes yeah. its time, and it kind of lulls me into sleep. And I love it. Weird. <laughs> That's awesome. Has uh, anyone seen anything else uh, recently? Anything cool? Did you do any 
specific watching because of the holiday? Well, Were there any good I, scary movies you'd watch? We didn't really jump into any of the stuff that any of the, that no. list you made. No. But Josh has been uh, on me to watch Loki. Finally, freaking finished it so that we can Loki. Yeah, she finally yeah. watched oh. the Disney Loki. Yeah, because <clears throat> I was way behind on that. But uh, yeah, just to prepare for the. New movie. Oh, Eternals? What, yeah, when is that coming out even? Well, not, not, not like, Eternals. I mean, I, I pretty much... I don't know if I'm going to see Eternals because I heard it was not very good. Oh, Lord. Um, I heard it, no, I heard it got review bombed. It's not even out yet. Oh, it's not even out yet? No, it's just... There's, just a, bunch of, there's a bunch of jackasses online review bombing it because they don't like oh. something. They think it's too woke oh. or some kind of... Whatever their dumb talking well, point it, is. Well, mostly for like the Spider-Man and stuff like that. Just, fit, yeah. just, <clears> just so that she can understand like what the multiverse of madness sure. kind of... Why the timelines are splitting? Uh, and all like I know that. is you that watch? he threatened to go to the movie theaters without me, and I was like, "No, I need my popcorn." Yeah. So, there, well, there was Shang Shang Chi came out too, but I don't know if that messes with the multiverse. I don't know. If, story. I haven't seen it yet. I was kind of. I haven't. Either. I should have seen it in theaters, but I'll probably just wait for Disney to. Release yeah, it. I'm gonna do that too because I I waited to watch uh, Black Widow, and I'm glad I did because I couldn't really see myself paying money. I still haven't that. watched it. It's all right. Yeah, I heard it's not great, but it's kind of just eh. Put it I, on like a day when you're hungover. I started watching this sh- uh, Netflix show called Jaguar. Okay. And it's like based in like the <coughs> late 50s, early 60s. It's about like a bunch of Spanish Jews that are like hunting down. Not, it's like a Nazi oh, hunter okay. type of thing. And Jaguar. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Okay. Mm. Other than that, we've been watching like How I Met Your Mother and I haven't really yeah. delved into any movies. I powered through uh, Midnight Mass. Yeah, Jason, really Jason watched that in like... One day, yeah, I was in Easy my room. I was in my room, and he just kept coming out. He's like, "You're scaring the shit out of it's me." <laughs> like, what, what's going on over here? That's really good. What the hell else did I watch? I, I just usually when it's Halloween time, I'm just devouring horror movies or trying to find. That was the ones. goal this year because I have my list yeah. that we had put together because I'm I'm very under uh, edu- educated when it comes to the horror classics yeah. and such. But yeah, we uh, we well, watched one horror flick. What was it? But it wasn't even one on the list. Which one did you Josh, watch? She's asking know. you a question. Which uh, movie did we watch? It was along the horror genre. I oh with Super Eight. I think that was it. Super Eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, we watched Super Eight. Super That's 8. hardly so, like, horror. No, yeah, no, we were no, just no, we were so trying to figure out something more, to watch, and then oh, okay, well, we, we had realized that we like hadn't an seen intense, it. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's a Spielberg good. worship for right. sure. And speaking of Spielberg, we're going to be uh, yeah. talking about uh, one of my favorite Spielberg movies, mm-hmm. and that is Hook from 1991. Absolutely. A little information here for you. 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 29% on the Rotten Tomatoes. That's which, surprising. Yeah, it, well, it, was a, it pretty much kind of was a bomb when it came out. It did better on like VHS sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Because uh, the budget was $70 million. It says box office was $300 million. I don't know if that's actually right. I know that a lot of us look back on it with rose-colored glasses, especially people of a certain age. Oh, yeah. Because it was magical it for de- us. It defined our childhood. I mean, yeah. that's why behind me is that, right next to me is a giant hook yeah. poster signed by Dante Bosco. Isn't that the... Uh, that's, yeah, the, the color spectrum of it. <laughs> I've got I've got the... I think I posted it on the Duck and the Usher page. I have yeah. the, the hook ransom note that's framed. Yeah, that's true. I just spent a lot of money on the double album lp version that's of the, the soundtrack that only came out in the netherlands yeah some guy in greece had it so it's being shipped from greece some and i hope to god it didn't it's not broken. album by way of greece <laughs> yeah. well in the america they had like the C- they had the cd i have the i have the the tape of yeah. hook also so <clears throat> i just like to collect things and you I was, married one and i married a hook, and I, married, <laughs> yeah, I, married a hook. <laughs> um, I was reading about this that um 
John Williams and the lyricist, whomever he worked with, they had written like a bunch of songs that they were just just, just scrapped. And I guess they're out there somewhere, but no one's ever seen them or heard of them. Yeah, because the, the since only like 1990. I think the only song that's actually in there is <clears> the <throat> "You Are Not" or like you know, "You're Not Alone." The one that the is that what you're talking about for a hook? Other than well, not just the ones that made it in. I uh, guess there was a whole other like set of songs or an album that they were because I guess in the 80s they were initially working on a musical. Oh, that didn't uh, turn out well. And then I mean, there is the Peter Pan musical with like the original Mary Martin and stuff like that, which I do not. Like <clears> I was Pan talking musical. specifically about, about these people Hook. working. Oh. Yeah, John Williams was working on something because I guess the original idea for this before it turned into what it was was that Michael Jackson wanted to do a musical based on the Peter Pan story because he's famously obsessed with it. Yes, and um, <clears throat> when um, Spielberg went ahead without him. I guess that they were they were friends before, and it was because of this they had a falling out, and they, oh, I don't yeah. think uh, Michael Jackson ever called him again. <laughs> well, uh, because there was a guy named Nick Castle, I guess, was originally uh, slated to direct this, and then when Spielberg showed interest, the studio or whomever, a bunch of the heads at the studio were like, here's a bunch of money for you, Nick, uh, and you get a story by credit, but we're hiring him. <laughs> yeah. And, and funny enough, Spielberg's actually never seen the movie. Didn't so, he go back and watch it after Robin Williams' though, passing? I, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I read that, but I remember. I, I remember I read that. Okay, I remember watching like the Spielberg documentary on HBO, and he even yeah. said he's like, "I feel really bad." He's like, "I didn't even really watch the movie," <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, because he even says he's like, "I know it has this huge following, and people love it." And yeah, he's like I, I kind of just threw this shit together because I was going through a bad divorce at the time, and yeah. it was just kind of like, "Okay, great. What's the think, next project?" Do you think that that's and he hired like every friend he fucking knew yeah. to, to be in this movie. But I've heard this before about him, how he puts his life into his movies too. That's why uh, in, uh, Temple of Doom was like a sort of a weird allegory for his his breakup with his wife yeah. or something. Temple of Doom. Yeah. We watched that not too long ago. Oh, that's a terrible. It's an outlier. <laughs> you know, every time I go back to it, I'm like, why did I? This is this is is this a bad movie? <laughs> It's you know, hard, it's hard just, to say. It's it's just, really hard to you say. Can't, yeah. You can't put your thumb if it's bad or good. It's I like love somewhere it. in between. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, I, think, it, I think it has bad parts. Yeah. Yeah. It just it feels. Like, get a little closer to that mic. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it just it feels like slightly out of line with like the other two that are yeah. really epic and amazing. But you're also like, but there's relevance there, kind of. But then sure. it has, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I. I couldn't help but get a few of those kinds of thoughts watching parts of this too, where I was like, "Wait a minute, why didn't uh-huh. I notice that before?" Not not anything that makes me dislike it at all, right? But moments that I wouldn't have noticed now until I guess I hadn't watched it in quite some time because there was a couple of moments where I'm just like, "That that was a mess up. That was messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that was somebody screwed up right there." Because the continuity it gets real funky. Remember he fall he gets he falls off the plank. Into the water. Yeah. She's screaming through the surface of the yeah. water at him. He gets hauled up by a Help. by a shell. It goes to the top of that cliff thing and then bounces and hangs upside down in front of her home where she's sleeping now. Like almost immediately right magic. after that scene. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't really do Are we like supposed a flash to forward or something. Yeah, it, I think it, it's, it's supposed to be like the next day or something like that. It was supposed like, to be at least like an hour or two. Yeah, I <laughs> like guess. Some passage of time. Because he stands on that bluff or that we'll, cliff we'll, and he's we'll staring talk, we'll, at the we're, ship. We're okay, gonna, okay, we'll right. talk about that when we get there. It's awfully fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so I guess for anyone who doesn't know, I can't believe there would be anyone. Peter Pan, uh, the character, is very famous uh, for being created by Mr. J.M. Barry. That's correct. Um. <clears throat> his first appearance was actually in uh, the 1902 novel 
the little white bird? Yes. Is that what I'm reading? Okay. And that was just in chapters 13 through 18, uh, which was then later republished as Peter Pan in and Kensington, Kensington Gardens. Gardens. Okay. Which, uh, which we'll talk about in one of the scenes that they kind of recreate the Kensington mm-hmm. Garden, like one of the photos. Oh, okay. So. Interesting. So I, I didn't know this until I was, you know, reading a little bit more about uh, his origins, is that uh, Peter Pan was never actually, like, really fully described completely he because will... Barry wanted people to interpret him a certain or their own way. Yeah, and B- Barry had a thing, and it, <clears throat> I found him once, and I couldn't find him again. Uh, it was called, it's called Barry's Fairy Notes, and they were mm-hmm. actually handwritten notes that he was taking when he was coming up with the idea of Peter Pan, especially when he's writing the play. And oh, yeah. Trying to figure out what he was, and... One of my favorites is one of the notes is Peter Pan kidnaps children. That was a note that he wrote down. Like okay. Peter Pan kidnaps children. It's like, yeah. well, that could be a, that's a dark ass turn there. Like, there is some some it, dark sinister stuff in some of the like the older. You yeah, know. And, and he just just little notes. You know, he would just write down. I think that was the. I think it's like a hundred pages of just little ideas, like Tinkerbell, yeah. what color, you know, little things. But just Peter Pan kidnaps children. I always thought, oh man, that's fucking dark. I guess <laughs> one one description that was in the book was uh, quote something betwixt and between a bird and a boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I guess he was only initially supposed to be only seven days old in in the first uh, couple of in, in, yeah, in, appearances in, of Peter in Pan. Kensington Gardens. He's like a, he's a he's yeah he's, he's a, a baby infant. Right? He's an infant okay. in Kensington Gardens with a bunch of fairies. Like and fairies and birds teach him how to fly. Yeah, it doesn't okay. really flesh out the Neverland aspect of it. Okay. that well, it's just kind of this kid is in this Kensington Gardens foresty area. Like the Neverland story doesn't really get super okay. fleshed out until the play came out. When I read was his publishers, Hotter and Stoughton, uh, took those chapters from that original um, book, republished it as the Kensington Gardens ones. Barry would expound upon the character by putting him in the center of a stage play, yep. Peter Pan or The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up, which is also in 1904. Uh, yeah, I think, I think right? it was 04. I think it came, the first production was in 06 or 14. I can't remember. Okay. I have the play on the on, in my bookshelf. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he would adapt and expand that storyline as a novel, Peter and, and Wendy. Um, and it may have been based, is there any confirmation on this, on the situation he had with his brother dying in an ice skating accident? There's a few things. So a lot of people will reference like uh, Finding Neverland, because yeah. it's about James Barry, which that movie... You said there was a lot of inaccuracies. <laughs> very loose interpretation. Yeah. So like, um, the, he, yeah, his brother died, and he, was, he started writing plays, <laughs> and he was kind of a failed playwright. He had like yeah. one successful show. It wasn't very good. I wasn't read. Dustin Hoffman in that too? In yeah, Finding, Finding Neverland. Yeah, That's he's a, yeah, he yeah. plays the producer, and he was supposed to have like a scene of him dressing up as Hook, yeah. and, and he's like, like putting on the jacket. He said he's no. Like, he's no. like, I'm not doing the scene. I already played Hook once. I'm not okay. doing it again. Um, but when he met the Lillo and Davis uh, children and family, yeah. pretty much like Finding Neverland says that the husband was dead. That's not true. Barry knew the husband. He yeah. died of like testicular cancer, cancer of the jewels. Cancer, yeah, cancer cancer but he knew the is whole that what thing. They said? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's cancer, cancer of the jewels. What they cancer of the jewels. Yeah, that was cancer, the like that polite was society way of yeah, of saying how he died. Saying it, cancer of the yeah. jewels. And so he, he <gasps> yeah, he started writing. He started writing the play when he met this family because okay. he, he divorced his wife, or his wife pretty much left him, and uh, he met the family and was hanging out with them. And people thought he was a pedophile because he was hanging out with all these kids oh, all yeah, the time. Wow. And all those children actually died horrible, horrible deaths. Really. Yeah, I think because uh, it was like Jack, Michael, uh, Wendy wasn't really a real person. Right. Um, Peter, Peter grew up to be like sixty. Had Peter Pan Publishing, he threw himself in front of a train at yeah. sixty. I think Jack died in World War One. I. I think Michael drowned himself or drowned when he was like in school. Not himself. No, just drowned oh, when he was okay. in school. And then Sheesh. there was 
one more kid named Nico who was the this youngest. This is like turn of the century America, right? Or, yeah. Or, or, or Britain? Was Britain. Britain? Yeah, Britain. Okay. And then Nico, I think, was the only one who actually survived. And he was like a, an infant after Peter Pan came out. Uh, so the the Pan character, Peter Pan, <laughs> has been known to... No, it's fine. No, that's great. That's that's the kind of stuff we want. Uh, he's been known to appear in like um, autumn leaves or and cobwebs, I guess, in some instances. And also like, covered in sap. Yeah. Like, he, tree sap all over? Well, him? he lives in a tree, technically. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's also, uh, he plays flutes or pipes, which is where he got uh, from the Greek god Pan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Um, later, he's depicted as wearing green tights and a tunic with a feathered cap um, with elf-like ears. Uh, and his power set is actually pretty cool. And I think he even predates superheroes. And I want to I want to imagine some comics writers probably looked at this and then... Oh, most know, likely used... he can fly, he doesn't get old. Like... Yeah, I, I wrote him down. He's Jam- got a really, really yeah, unique Jam- Barry- uh, power set. Yeah, go ahead and read those. I'll give you some. He has wolf flight. <laughs> Because I guess, like all babies, they're part bird or something. So kids uh, hang on to that. Kids have hollow bones. But I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess he retconned that and he became Happy Thoughts and Pixie Dust, which yeah. is the reason for flight. He's a he's a skilled swordsman. He cut off Hook's hand. He has remarkably keen vision and hearing. He's adept at mimicry. Yes, he is. Which is cool. <clears throat> he can sense danger, a lot like Spider Man. Um, he can imagine things into existence, like the dinner scene. Uh, and he physically uh, causes Neverland to wake up. Remember that part where the flowers start recognizing him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is all really cool, too. And there's even um, some, I can't remember where I read this, but somebody seems to be of the opinion that uh, at the time, Tolkien was a fan of his work, and Peter Pan may have influenced the Tolkien elves. Because oh, okay. they're immortal, they have pointy ears, they live in the woods. And they play little flutes. <clears throat> so awesome. there could be some... Peter, Peter Pan is a tale that will <coughs> test the stand of time. Uh, and I had, to, I had to remember that forever. like Tolkien hadn't yet written any of that at yeah, this not time, yet. right? Because Tolkien wrote, what, the, the 30s? 30s, yeah, yeah, 34, I think, because I was looking it up for the fantasy trivia tonight. <laughs> so what Hobbit we consider was, elves yeah. could be directly influenced by Peter Pan. Interesting. Yeah. In the stage production, Peter Pan was usually played by a woman. Yeah, that's um, true. And that's because of the flying system. Mm-hmm. And they, somebody and, lighter. And they also wanted someone that was angelic. Boyish. A, boyish, had a softer voice. J.M. Barry did state once that the only man that he would ever cast as Peter Pan was Charlie Chaplin. Oh, interesting. Just because he had a boyish um, sense of wonder. Okay. And I think that's why this movie works so well with Robin Williams. It does. You can imagine any other adult making it believable in, in a child's well, I mean, mind. I'm pretty sure you know who was supposed to be in the movie. You Tom Hanks? No, no, it was supposed to be Kevin Klein. Oh, was supposed okay. To be, That's and right. then uh, David, David Bowie, Bowie was, was supposed to be Hook. Oh, Talk about yeah. a very different movie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, uh, like, Christopher Lloyd also was considered for Hook. There was, there was a couple. Yeah, there's but a couple. Those were, like, the big ones, right? Those are the big ones. That, okay. But Kevin Klein didn't do it because he was doing another <clears> movie at the time. Um, so uh, Peter also leads the Lost Boys, whom originally only numbered six. There was Toodles, Nibs, Slightly Curly, and the Twins, who were never named. They're just the Twins, right? Well, you know why he's named Slightly, right? No. So in the play, uh, Toodles no, this is, is great. They, 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 they're, it, they're pretty much named after the notes that the moms would leave on them. Oh, Toodles. So it was like Toodles at the end. Uh, slightly was because he was slightly soiled. Oh. It was written on his thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nibs. I forget what Nibs was, just because he would like nibble on things. Mm-hmm. And then the Twins were just the Twins. Well, I think that's the... The logic they took in naming the kids in this movie too was something related Show to butt and, yeah. what they're like. Don't ask. Don't ask. Which is another interesting story about that too. You know that story? I don't think so. The kid James Mario kept asking Spielberg what his character's name was. Oh. And he's just like, "Don't ask." <laughs> and then 
someone says it in the in the dinner scene, which That's is fun. Really funny. That's great. Uh, I also learned this too. Um, so the, they're called Lost Boys because they had fallen out of their uh, strollers or prams, and I never knew that pram was short for perambulator. Yes, I just learned that. Oh. So that's fun. Interesting. Uh, also, uh, Peter and Wendy had an official sequel in 2006 with the book Peter Pan and Scarlet. <laughs> you know about this? Um, they made a couple of books like Peter Pan and the Stars Catchers. Well, this They've was done a bunch of stuff. like officially from like the orphanage that or oh, the, the Great hospital, hospital. Still owns the uh, rights. Yeah, no, they, they they own the rights for the rest of eternity. They, yeah, they <laughs> they I guess gave this their official authorization. So this is the only direct sequel to. JM's book. I could okay. I'll have to read and it. It actually sounds really cool. It happened. It takes place around World War One. Um, all of the Lost Boys had been adopted by the Darlings. Yeah, by when and they're all like grown up. Michael is dead, probably because of the war, and because of the bombing, um, it starts to rip hole through the fabrics of their two worlds, mm. and like not like merging them, but like making them remember because their dreams from either side are bleeding through. Mm-hmm. So they go back to Neverland and find Peter, who's now living on Hook's ship. And he has his coat on. Oh, yeah, because well, he kills Hook Dies at the end of the story. Yeah. He's eaten by the crocodile. And then, and like, there's there's a whole story to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, it sounds really interesting. I didn't I didn't write down much more because I figured you guys, if you hadn't heard it. No, no, I'll definitely read it. Wanna... That sounds great. My first introduction to Peter Pan was the Disney. Of course. The 1953. Which the Disney, the, the Disney version actually does a very good job of, like, doing yeah. the actual storyline yeah, of the original play. There's not much that's left out. There's There's some pretty good, like... It, it follows it really it well. It follows it good. You yeah. just get a lot of the hooga hooga and, you know, the songs and stuff like that. But, <clears throat> right. it, but it does follow the the Tiger Lily incident. The, the, yeah. I, I don't think the kite, does the kite save them in the Disney thing? I don't think no. that does. Where the, no. the, they get on no. the seagull's nest and the kite. And, no, no, they I don't. don't so. they, like, they, I don't think they well, do when that. When they did, or, like, the remake live action Jeremy Sumter or whatever. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Sumter. Yeah. And his name is. The Jason Isaacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only good part of only that good movie. hook, yeah. He did a great job. <laughs> yeah, Pam was but awful no, like too. that's they they skipped that in the original cartoon of like building her the house around her, like when she falls. And yeah, that's part of it. The, but during the Tiger Lily incident, like when they save Tiger Lily, the the water starts to come up on the rock, and mm-hmm. a kite comes in, and they grab the kite, and then there's like a bird's nest, and so they get on the bird's nest and use the kite as like a wind sail, and oh. that's kind of how they escape. Okay, but I don't think anybody's really touched on that. Fun. Um, so yeah, the 1953 Disney, I think. Is probably like one of the biggest ones, if not Hook as well, yeah. being like a, you know a standout, definitive Peter Pan story for a lot of people. That and the, that in the Broadway musical, yeah, a lot of the Mary Martin, Mary Martin, and then actually Kathy only. Kathy Rigby did it on Broadway for years. I own a VHS copy of that. Hey. Um, I think everybody had a VHS copy of that. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was Cyril Richard as the uh, as Hook, and he would come yeah. dancing, and it was always <laughs> in like those clamshell style boxes. So it always got like grouped together with all the Disney movies too. Um, and it's still the most absurdly long line in Magic Kingdom. If you ever go to the, yeah. the Peter yeah. Pan attraction, well, they redid it. Uh, they did, while, yeah, a while ago. They kind of, they kind of uh, not redid. They, they probably just cleaned just up some of the animation. Facelift, and, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, just give it, give it a new, give it a little tummy tuck. Right. Dusted a couple animatronics. <clears throat> I remember <laughs> going on it um, not too long ago, and it seemed brighter in there. And they like it looks like they kind of just you know fix the lighting a little bit because it's still an iconic Probably. ride. Well, yeah, I, th- I think they, they added some they yeah. added some projection and London. stuff like that. Yeah, and they just I remember being like real small and being completely Terrifying. blown away, <laughs> blown away by the when you're flying over London. Uh huh. I was, oh, I'm so far up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course uh, there was I watched an animated show in the early '90s on Fox Kids called Peter Pan and the Pirates, and 
I, I, you don't you were, remember it? I don't remember it. I remember you telling uh, me about this. Like, Tim Curry was the voice of Hook in this show. What hasn't Tim Curry been the voice of Hook? <laughs> yeah, I know. But this was, like, I looked up everything about, uh, everything I could find about Peter Pan and, and, like, the obscene amount of, like, animation and stage plays and, and films even back, you know, uh, from silent movies from the to, silent era yeah well i mean um, it, it, peter pan w- was walt disney's favorite story he saw yeah. it as a kid that's kind of what made his there dream a reality like, so many there was a 1988 um unofficial version of it in in australia there's an animated movie from like 88 that's in australia Australian there. Dude, there's all kinds peter of like <laughs> straight to dvd kind of content in and around the world so if you are a huge fan of peter pan you're going to be wading through a whole lot of stuff. There is a great sci-fi mini-series two-parter called Neverlands. Yeah. yeah. That was also great with, with, uh, with, so good. with Bob Hoskins. Yeah. He yeah. actually reprises his role as Smee. He's the perfect Smee. Yeah. He truly is. The nonconformist pirate. Be another Smee There's like toys he. and video games and everything, but I think we should... Uh, I'm going to say one more thing before we jump in. So a lot of people think that the story of Peter Pan is about Peter Pan. It is not about Peter Pan. He's just in it? He's oh, just in it. It yeah. is about Wendy. The story is always about Wendy. Okay. The story of Peter Pan, especially the play, is... Understanding when, when does uh, adulthood overcome innocence? Like mm-hmm. when do you have to grow up? And it's about Wendy realizing, well, she can play mother and stuff, but then she realizes, wait, she's being a mother yeah. to these people, and she has to grow up. And then she adopts all the kids, and realizes that she can still be an adult and a kid at the same time, and maintain that imagination. And a lot of people just think, oh, it's about Peter Pan. I'm like, no, it's no. not really. Peter Pan's Peter actually Pan kind is, of Peter it's Pan. Kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, well, Peter Pan. Yeah. Kind of a narcissistic Peter Pan is, asshole. Yeah, Peter Pan represents youth. Captain Hook represents adulthood, and Wendy's stuck in the middle. Right. And that's what it's about. So let's jump into this. Hook 1991, baby. Okay. So if I'm not going to like run through the whole damn movie because everybody's seen it, but I do have a lot of clips. Okay. Well, um, it opens with the, the stage play. Yeah, it opens with the stage play. They're doing um, the play. Uh, which right. which one of the little kids in it is in Kindergarten Cop? Do you ever recognize that? No. You know the little kid that's like, boys have penises, girls that's have That's Miko Hughes. He's, he's on stage? Yeah, he's on stage. He's kind of like flopping around like this. He just joined TikTok. I just followed him. <laughs> <Did he>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's in it. He's in Pet Cemetery. A lot oh, yeah. of cameos yeah. in this. Uh, f- f- uh, if you didn't know. New Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I've, There's a lot. Some, most of them I already knew, but there was a few moments where we were just like regular oh. ass actors just in the scene. I was like, oh shit, there's, there's fucking Apollo book. Creed's uh, trainer. <laughs> Get him, Rocky. Um, the early '90s uh, really shows up hard in the beginning of this film with the, uh, the Motorola cell phone. Oh, the Motorola the cell phone! Yeah, the camcorders. So that you know they're filming uh, like jazzy, like piano music. They're filming the the kids, uh, Maggie doing her um, her play. Her play. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, the they, kid, they the kid the that's acting yeah. as Peter Pan is the costume. I think looks just like the Disney one. It does. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got the red feather cap. Yeah, you know. It's that's the I would say the class. I think Kinda, Disney I, pretty much made that the classic Peter yeah. Pan. Yeah, because it's know, on the peanut butter too, right? Peter Pan, yeah, yeah, which everybody had to pay the Great Ormond Street Hospital for every time. Yeah, I was wondering. There's a lot of brands called Peter Pan. There's Peter Pan Seafoods and uh, mm-hmm. and Valdez, Alaska. Pretty sure you're pretty sure you have to pay the some rights. sweatpants. Pretty sure you have to have, pay the rights for that to use any Peter Pan name. Okay, so we get that. Um, we meet Peter Banning. Played mm-hmm. by the great, Banning, late great Banning. Banning, 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 Mr. Banning. Uh, he's supposed to see his son's baseball game. Right. He's too busy. He's one of those fathers. Misses the game. Doesn't yep. you realize? He sends somebody ahead with a camcorder. Yeah, I'm from the office. Yeah. Which one's your son? It's like the end of the game too, and <laughs> like <laughs> she's wearing this like <laughs> most generic like blue hat. Do I have that on here? Because they're the Blue Jays. 
Yeah. Which I wonder. I wondered if actually, that was actually, supposed actually to. Actually, do have that music on here. You do. Oh no, that's no. AMP. Uh, <laughs> oh no, that's the wrong one. Uh, I okay. That was different. Never mind. I, Wait, I, I didn't know if I was wondering if Blue Jays was supposed to be a nod at his being bird-like. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. This is just me reaching. But I, I remember being a kid and being very confused by the winning team chanting Blue Jays. Yeah, no, I did the same thing because they're like, but but they won. Why yeah. are they like chanting? No, I, I, th- like, I think I think it's so it's like, it, I think like it was a, like who do we appreciate? Yes, yeah. they're like you know so good like, job yeah, type of thing. Job. I remember but, saying that in the nineties, like with with soccer, like who do we appreciate? You see the other team. Yeah, like, we thank you for letting yeah. us kick your ass. I don't know. I, <laughs> that was lost on me for like I don't know, maybe no. almost thirty same. years. Not alone. Um, <laughs> We, so go ahead. Yeah. Well, he's a so uh, Rob Williams jumps right to the plane, right? Yeah. It, pretty much, he's you know, don't let your arms get tired. You know? Oh yeah, all the flying jokes. Yeah, all the flying jokes. Which yeah. uh, which the pilot that comes over. Him. Yeah. If you're watching the movie and it's like this is your captain speaking, uh, mm-hmm. when it's captain, that's actually uh, Dustin that's Hoffman's voice. Yeah, and they're on Pan Am. And they're on Pan Am. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many little nods. And Which is funny, too, because Pan Am went out of business like a week to the day when this movie released. Really? Yeah. Really? And in keeping with that sort of tradition that, the, that they would do where Mr. Darling would be Hook. Yeah. And yes. they kind of did that there. There was another Robin Williams movie in Jumanji where... The guy who played his father also yeah. played Van Pelt, which exactly, is yeah. a nice little. Jumanji that's on a Saturday. great movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Okay, and, and keep in mind that like the 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 movie Hook is an adaptation of Peter Pan. It's not the true story or anything like that. Right. And they make a lot of references to the play. Like, there's so many lines that are delivered throughout this. Like, yeah. the strike true, strike hard. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. many things. Them. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. So when they land in England, um, we uh, we get to meet. Granny Wendy, mm-hmm. paid by Maggie Smith, and Dame, I always thought that Dame. Dame Maggie Smith. I always thought that she was like that old. Yeah, me too. They made her look really. She good. did a real Benjamin Button routine on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she still she she still she, looks, was, she still looks young in the Harry Potter movies compared to what they made her look like as Wendy. Yeah, well, cause she was fifty six for real, and playing a ninety two year old. Yeah, and that yeah. makeup was so good that it, even watching it now, knowing full well that she's fifty six, I was like, she looks old. Still fools the hell out of good like everybody. And I have a little clip right. of uh, of them meeting Wendy. Yes. Hello, Wendy. If I told you, Gran, I'd get him here by hook or by crook. Sorry it's been so long between visits, I just... It's been ten years between visits. Oh, never mind. Come and give me a squanch. Oh, Moira, 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 Moira. Oh, this, this lovely lady, it can't come in, man. Yes, it can. And know what, great-grandma? I just played you at school. Oh, and don't you just look the part? Oh, can, oh, can this giant be Jack? How much you've grown in a year? I'm supposed to tell you about congratulations for opening the orphan hospital and how great dedication is. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Well, thank you. Now, now, there is one rule I insist be obeyed while you are in my house. No growing up. Stop this very instant. And that includes you, Mr. Chairman of the Board Banning. <laughs> Sorry, too late, Grant. 
And what, what, what is so terribly important about your terribly important business? Well, you see, when a big company's in trouble, mm. Dad sails in, and if there's any resistance... Well, he's exaggerating. I, I'm still in the mergers and acquisitions, any and I'm dabbling into you. some uh, land development. Any resistance! Ooh, and he blows them out of the water! <laughs> Which is kind of a nod because Peter, in the, even in the story, when he takes over Hook, he's like, yeah. oh, I'm now Captain Hook, pretty much does become a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, I think that's what happens in that sequel book. Yeah. Yes. So we meet that. Um, we also get to meet Toodles at the mm-hmm. beginning, who is... Lost his marbles. Lost his marbles. Lost yeah. my marbles. <laughs> you know, so we meet... Toodles, and the, the Liza character is a nod to the original story because there is the maid that's named Liza. Oh, okay. Um, in, in that story. Isn't that like... More or less, what she's doing there is she just a caretaker? Yeah, she's just a caretaker. Okay. So it's it, I don't know. I mean, Liza's probably dead by then, but just it's right, just yeah. a nod to like the little caretaker there. And then of course we have the dog named Nana. Yep. You know, so it's like what kind of dog is that? It, that's a sheep well, dog, but Nana's yeah. Nana's supposed to be a, like a Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Yeah, and well, and obviously in the Disney movies, it's kind of portrayed more as like a Saint, Saint Bernard, Bernard and stuff. But yeah, the original movie is supposed or the original. Play everything else. It's supposed it's to be just, Newfoundland. Huh. It's supposed to be Newfoundland. Well, all right. Just a big ass dog. So, I know. Uh, I really liked when Peter uh, he goes up into the children's room and he sees the border. Oh, dude, the border, that stained glass we above the it. window. We dude, want I want one. that so bad. I'm, I was like, I know, I know that St. Cloud does a stained glass class. So yeah. I'm like, I should just pay the money to learn to just make that damn yeah. stained glass. Well, that, that I want too. That, I want that whole that's fucking thing. That's going room. in our room. <laughs> yeah. All the obvious, like, things like the, the clasp being hook shaped and the. Uh, Yes. I guess you know, the stained glass. And yeah, then the like, border's got uh, a yeah. picture of a pirate on it who looks a lot like the 53 Disney hook. Which I thought was pretty cool. Which uh, hook is based off of Charles II, um, the King of England. That, so, the big I th- hook. I thought is that there was. Hang on, I got a story later. No, I, I, about well, no, no, I'm, I'm saying the actual character of Hook. Oh, like oh, like yeah. the curly hair, the black. like The way as, he looks? The way he looks in the stories. Oh, okay. uh, it's based off of King Charles II. So if you are ever <clears> in line, look up King Charles II and you'll kind of go, oh shit. Yeah, it kind of looks like Captain Hook. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, and also when he shuts the door, he turns around and does the, the Superman pose or the Peter the Pan Peter pose. Pan pose yeah. which, which makes me further believe that, yeah, maybe like. Peter Pan influenced the character like Superman because Superman does the same damn pose, dun, dun, you know, dun. with the hands on the on the hips, the fists. Uh, and then later, when Jack's playing with the lamp shade, he pulls the lamp shade off oh, and he starts rah, looming yeah. over, uh, and the camera intentionally like focuses on it. And I like that, you know, play with the symbolism and you know, making forcing Peter to like he's he's it's literally like looming over him, his legacy, his shadow, and the shadow is like another thing. That's famous from the story is him chasing shadows. In this case, he's intentionally ignoring it, and it's just growing bigger and bigger and bigger and becoming a problem until he gets angry at it. Just shut up. So that's just just perfectly like encapsulates like uh, you know his feelings about his legacy or what he's denying, which I thought was uh, clever. Clever use. Yeah, and Banning's just, he's just obsessed with his work life, doesn't really want to play with his kids. You know, they the wife is like, you know, we flew all the way out here. They're, they do do the nod to the Great Armistry Hospital when they go off to the wing, you know, to the right. Granny Windy wing, and he does, like, the stupid jokes. Right. And before they leave, um, you know, Granny Windy's, like, kind of reading them the book, right. the Peter Pan book. Talking, and talking about, about Yeah. Well, when she when she drops the light and she says, you know, night lights look after our sweet children. That's you know, directly stay, out of that's the... That's directly out of the play. That's nice. a line directly out of that. 
Because the mother would say that to Wendy's mom would say that to Wendy before she went to bed. I, I like the yeah. I like some of the like the dialogue choices too in that scene because uh, they're sitting there Moira and, and Peter looking at each other and she's saying we only have a few years where we only have a where few precious like moments with our kids yeah. yeah the youth is so fleeting and she's like you're missing it but she's also saying he's missing his own youth and 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 you know his, his, his him being Peter Pan and I just thought that was I don't know just clever writing. Yeah, here's a question. Why did the fucking wife know who he was? Like, didn't Wendy ever like, you know, be like, "Hey, granddaughter, by the way, fucking Peter Pan," you know? Yeah, maybe. Wendy's Wendy's just like, yeah, like Wendy's like the keeper of secrets, man. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm a, I, I think if we don't, you know, without getting ahead of ourselves here, because in that scene, I remember writing down that's more than a little weird, you know, because he's like, "Nah, I'm just gonna go ahead and kiss your granddaughter oh, yeah, while she's sleeping. Yeah. No big deal, oh. right?" Don't try to stop me. <laughs> She's just like, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. P- P- Peter's been don't macking his way through the through the <laughs> through the darling the family. Darling family. <laughs> um, so yeah, when they when they come home, you know, Hook pretty much kidnaps the children, yeah. and this used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. When, when they come home, and like you see the the hook marks. Yeah, like across the wall. Yeah. And then it zooms in on Liza, and she's like, the yeah. children were screaming. She was really earning that paycheck. It, I, I think it's because it was VHS, <laughs> and like I, it it looked like she didn't have eyes, because I think her oh, eyes were closed. Oh, because she's like in the shadows. Yeah, in the shadows. The so I thought like Hook like gouged her eyes out or some uh, shit as a kid. <laughs> oh, I remember, I didn't notice this until yesterday, but when, when Nana's barking, oh, the last three like, hooks, hook. yeah. Is yeah. like yeah. clearly a voice. That last one yeah. is someone saying Hook, and it's real creepy. Yeah, and then and, and then the yeah. like, Hook. Well, in, in, he's got the scale model of the ship. Is that the yeah, Jolly Roger in the bottle? Yeah, the Jolly Roger and the I believe that's John John's hat and glasses and Michael's bear. It is on yeah, that table is. too. Okay, which is weird because we see the bear later on. The, or so, no, well, the, no, that's John because there's yeah because yeah. there's, there's a bear in the. It's his bear. Yeah, back in the day. Oh, so when they come home, I have a little uh, little clip of him reading the ransom note. Okay, and here it is. can analyze this to the lot. So, Mr. and Mrs. Banning, we've uh, wired the phones and two of my lads will be outside at all times. Of course, you know, it is entirely possible that this whole thing is some kind of ridiculous prank. My children are missing. Yes, but the literary history of the family and everything suggests that... Well, let's hope so. I've forgotten how to fly. Yeah, well, one does. Good night, then. Good night, sir. No more happy thoughts. Lost. Lost. God damn, I love this music. So good. <clears throat> John Williams does. It's probably my favorite John Williams <laughs> score of all time. And of course, we get to hear uh, we get to hear a very famous musician yeah. talking as the inspector, and that's Phil Collins. Um, 
I, I wrote down when I was watching the scene just before this when they were in the dinner and that wind kind of like busts open yeah. the, the doors or yeah the windows and Wendy feels a disturbance in the force <laughs> <clears throat> has to kneel um, but it was at this moment when they made it home something and they, in the force I haven't felt for a long time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I th- it was at this moment that I, I fully like realized that the name of your your karaoke and business and everything is JAS. And that's my initials. Which is the abbreviation for James Hook. Yeah. And I also, never put that together. It, well, it's also my initials of my yeah, name. Yeah, so, true. Yeah, yeah it's no. true. Yeah. Yeah, Jazz Hook, JAS. And I was like, James. what? I was like, hold on. This can't because you're Hook and he's got the initials. Well, my, my grandfather uh, was also James Hook. Get the James fuck out. Edward Hook, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's awesome. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and I guess in South African slang, Jazz also means horny. Yeah. So there you go. So you guys want to be weird about that later? Uh, I read this uh, that Captain Hook was inspired by Reverend John Demar, uh, a man who uh, reputedly had a hook in place of his left hand because he had once been a pirate and then he became a man of the cloth. Um, but he was outed because the guy that he had stranded once in the Caribbean uh, made it back to England and you know so called him out. Like, and he's like, "You, this guy's actually a pirate. He left me over here." And I guess Jam Barry went to this area in Eden, Sussex, where he heard that story, and thus, thus they the, say... Well, I can see, I can see, the, I can see the Hook thing, but as far as the, oh, the okay. actual like physical appearance sure. of Hook is yeah. Charles II. I, I pulled okay. it up so you yeah, can see Yeah, if you wanted it. to see it. Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the long, curly hair. This guy? <laughs> yeah, no, like, like look oh. at the top here. Cause this, <laughs> I love this image. This one down yeah, here, it's he, unrelated. He, <laughs> he looks like... <laughs> this dude uh it's charles ii of spain was uh, that ugly motherfucker i saw this like meme where it, where it was like had that face and it yeah. was like when you king think charles it's charles ii king of scots yeah this dude uh, it was a meme that said uh the face you make when you bite into a potato and you realize it's a parsnip <laughs> so after the kids get stolen um they're kidnapped the hook napped hook napped hook napped uh we we get this scene where um, Wendy's in she the, tries to like jostle Peter's memory. Yeah, like the stories are true, and the the book she's holding is the that, that is the actual Peter yeah. Pan, uh, like this the uh, Hotten and Strotten, uh original book. Yep. The only thing that's not true is the photo that she shows. I was gonna because right, yeah, I've cause seen I've seen all, Rackham does I've the seen all the OG lithog- stuff. Yeah, I've right? seen all the lithographs in that book. I've actually held one, <clears> and uh, they're oh, very snap. they're very pretty. But th- I was like, yeah, that picture is not in there of like. Peter with the coloring and the hair looking all right, looking all fancy. That's made for shit. the movie. Yeah, it was totally made for the movie because the, even the swords design is the same one that he uses later, so it had to be the, the production coconut, that yeah. made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a cool print. I mean, it's wonder if anybody's cool redone sure. that. I'll hang that up in my house. You bet. Yeah. I think I have a problem with collecting Peter Pan stuff. <laughs> is that all I end? And then what? What does every <laughs> '90s parent do? Drink a lot of scotch. The grab the whiskey. Grab the whiskey and go to town. I didn't get a clip of us meeting Tinkerbell. You hear. I really like how Spielberg keeps using the shadow thing from the Peter Pan lore because mm-hmm. the first shot in this scene is him. him on the wall drinking. You don't even see him. It's just his it's shadow. It's just the shadow of him dropping <clears throat> the booze. Yeah. And I mean, I, I love looming over him. His I love, legacy. I love the scene when he's staring out and he just sees the bring, 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 and then Tinkerbell flies in. You know, Firefly from hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then we meet her, and in even when she like steps on the ink pad and walks up his shirt, like it leaves the footprints, mm-hmm. which was kind of revolutionary for the time. I would say was for ninety one. Yeah, I remember that shot. Well, it looks. I mean, it still holds up yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, this still looks good. 
Was that supposed to be a, a reference to anything that Tinkerbell has done before? Did she leave um, prints, or was that just made for the movie? I think that was made for the movie, but it, it could have been a nod to the Disney movie. <clears throat> when she, Did she do the same thing? Well, she does that when she... When, no, when, she's, uh, when, when she, she steps on the... Uh, the, in the when she's stuck in the sewing drawer. Oh. And yeah. she, like... Yeah, well, she, she, right? Yeah, she, well, she... She she's, um, she pops yeah. down on the makeup, on the powder, <clears throat> and then she's like... And then she kind of walks away, and it leaves little footprints. Oh, okay. Huh. So right. I'm thinking... Maybe? I think it's part of the... The play I'll, or anything. I'll take it's it like, it's just like, hey, it's a cool way to just like show that, like, hey, she is there Twiny, on yeah. top of his chest. Yeah, and he thinks he's hallucinating, and you know, she's like around the back of the wind, and then I don't believe in fairies, and <laughs> yeah, which is great I, because they had to build a like, like she's supposed to be in the dollhouse. So doll they they built a full school house for her to do that. <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm clapping. Okay, I didn't realize this so though, but I guess like, the sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say he's like she's dragging him like. Past the garage, uh, the uh, oh, yeah. the doll's house. I see the white light. There's my house. Way down, way there. down there. Oh my god, where are we going? To Neverland. Um, yeah. oh, fuck, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was talking about the scale house. Oh, uh, the clapping thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, that's directly from like audience participation yes. from the play. It is from the play. Yeah, because yes. it would it would get the kids to you yeah. know, like, chime hey, in and react. Play. Yeah. I never realized that until I watched it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was. I thought she was just telling Peter to do something. I didn't realize that was, that was yeah, like no, it's a big an thing. actual part of the play. Because later, um, Hook says, no amount of clapping will bring you back, back from, from where I'll send you or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. That's cold. <laughs> yeah, I love that <clears throat> And you even hear like, all the pirates oh, go, ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was I was interesting and, and delighted to, to learn that today, guys. Um, Tink mentions, yeah. uh, even in that scene, she mentions, mentions things that are actually from... The story too about how she drank poison for him. Yeah, I drink poison um, for you. I feel the wind on the wind on your back. That's yeah. part of the book, I think. They talk about that. And I guess Julia Roberts was a little bit of a pain in the ass. That's what I heard. And they called her Tinker Hell. <laughs> I don't know. This is according to IMDb's like trivia stuff, and I read it on on Reddit. So I can't confirm it, but apparently that's the. Uh, that's I mean, the she was already pretty big Where? name at the time. Ninety one. She's about. 24 years old. No, but she was already a pretty big right? name by then, right? Um, yeah, she, pretty, did, she, she was, was a pretty woman. She she, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah, she was a pretty good Cause name. Because the negotiation scene in this movie between her and Hook is kind of similar to the one they do in Pretty Woman. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Tinkerbell knocks Peter out. Where are we going? Neverland. Oh. So when they're flying over through town, there's two people kissing mm-hmm. and floating up in the air, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Famously, yeah, that's the rumor. I, it's, there's no way to distinguish that. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, yeah, you just see their bodies, but no. it's it's I, it's literally just Spielberg going, "Hey, you want to be in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> you want to come in here and do hey, something friend. for me? Yeah, I just stand over here while I make this. Yeah, shot. while I do this real quick. Um, Tinkerbell is incredibly uh, strong. She is. Why the hell didn't she just lift his ass out of the water after he fell off the boat? I don't know. Well, you know okay. what she's called, Tinkerbell, wet, right? Uh, what's that? <laughs> she get her wings wet. You, you, uh, all right, okay, yeah. okay. Do you know why she's called Tinkerbell? No, why she called Tinkerbell? So Tinkerbell, the reason she's called Tinkerbell is that she was the fairy that mended all the pots and pans. Mended all the pots and pans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was a tinker. <laughs> oh, yeah. and it makes a bell well, sound? She like- yeah. She, she would, uh, yeah, in the play it says, like, why is she named Tinkerbell? Um, and also when she calls him a silly ass, that's directly yeah. from the play. That's yeah, direct. yeah, yeah. What did she say? Oh, I, call I, was, silly I remember ass. being a kid yeah. and being like, oh, shit. Said, yeah, that's, said, that's, that's, that's from the play because she, she would always call Peter a silly ass, like, all the time. Just, what did she say? They call me a silly ass. Yeah. Why is she called Tinkerbell? Oh, she would mend the pots and pans for the And affairs. she's, like, got crazy simping for Peter Pan, like, big time. Oh, yeah. We're going to find that out here in a little bit. She's got- <laughs> 
So we finally get to Neverland. Holding a torch. And um, we get to see the famous hook. I mean, the, that town is so pretty. Like, it it reminds me yeah. It reminds me of, like, the Popeye Village kind of thing. Like, you know, whoever designs oh, those kind of yeah. things. Which you can go to the Popeye Village, you know that? Popeye like, Village. You know the movie Popeye with Ron Williams? Yeah. Like, that, that town, you can actually go visit. It's like in, Oh, really? It's in Italy. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, snap. Yeah, they never tore it down. I just realized the other day that Bluto was played by Paul Smith, who played the Beast Raband in Dune 84. <laughs> Dude, we came. Any Dune references for Hook? That's it. That's it. That was the one. <laughs> there you are. You're welcome. Also, uh, yeah. Jimmy Buffett cameos in this scene. Yes, and it's very quick. Super if you quick. Blink, you miss it. Yeah. I had to pause it just yeah. to make sure it was him. I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. him." It's because it, when, when he's walking around for my booty. Yeah, that's not yeah. him. But he didn't say. No, that. It's he didn't say. He's right next but to it's him in that scene. Yeah. 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 What kind of boots is them? Um, Armani, I think. <laughs> yeah, you get Armani, I think. Yeah. So yeah, he, he wakes up in the in the pirate village and gets his about to get his ass kicked by a bunch of pirates. Tink shows up and mm-hmm. saves him by throwing pots and pans at them. Oh, That's why wow. I was Hit the button. after you said that. I was like, uh, hey. uh, give me the thing. Give me the thing. All right. We got to. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> pots and pans. <laughs> That's so good. Some pots and pans. I don't know. Who are you made to? Mighty Mouse? Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, they get all dressed up and then they sneak on to, to Hook's ship. And then this is where we first get to meet the one, the only Captain James Hook. And, of course, Bob Hoskins as Smee. Because here he is, the cunning kingfish, the bad barracuda, a man so deep, he's almost unfathomable. A man so quick, he's even fast asleep. Thank you. Now let's give him a very big hand, because he's only got one. I give you the steel-handed stingray. Captain James! How? See how greatly the men favour you, sir. The puling spawn, how I despise them. Go get them, Captain! Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, my stupid, sorry, parasitic sacks of entrails. <laughs> Revenge is mine. Long live the hook! I baited that hook, and now I'm very proud to announce we have his children. <laughs> Jack Maggie. Finally, I'm going to kill Peter Pan, that cocky boy who cut off my hand and fed it to the crocodile. <laughs> and who killed that cunning crocodile? <laughs> who stuffed him? <laughs> who made him into a quiet clock? <laughs> who went into the other world and stole Pan's children? <laughs> and who didn't believe I could do it? Who doubted me? Who amongst us does not belong? Someone here does not belong. Stranger amongst the loyal, I will weed you out. You! You! Yes. Where's the carpet, Smee? Oh, so is You! You! 
That's right, you! No, not you. Not you. 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 You, you bet against me bringing Pan back here, didn't you? No. Oh, tell your captain the truth. Oh, say it. Say it. I did. Yes, you made a boo-boo. I did. Mm. The boo box. No, 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 the boo box. The boo box. A lot of. Kids, uh, we should have a boo box oh, in a timeout. Oh yeah. <laughs> and scorpions. Yeah, we just literally just told people like, yeah, we're gonna throw our kids in a trunk. <laughs> we're gonna torture our, our kids. Not this scene happen, is a lot of great cameos. At least three, or well, two. Um, that are important. Right when Hook walks out, too, if you look closely, you can see a crew member in the reflection of oh, his. Really? Oh, of his. Yeah. <clears throat> it's real subtle, but you can oh. see like a like a pink shirt and like denim shorts. Some guy just drinking a cup of coffee. <clears throat> yeah, he's just there. Um, also, he starts the scene with Good say, Morning say, Neverland. Did you say pink shorts? Is it like the Star Wars guy? Denim. Like, it's like a pink shirt. What? Star Wars guy. Yeah, is that, wasn't there the famous boom operator from Star Wars that was always wearing like a pink tank top and shorts? Oh, I have no idea. Thing? I'm, I, I'm lost on that one. Um, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> when he says "Good morning, Neverland," that's almost like a direct nod to "Good morning, morning Vietnam." Yeah. Robin Williams, quite good. Uh, and then, of course, there's uh, this this cameo, the blue box. Yeah, Glenn Close, the one, the <clears throat> only playing a male pirate. And I think this is the one piece of like movie trivia that people like to bring up the most. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, it's good trivia. I yeah. mean, it's, and then uh, when he says the pooling spawn, how I despise them. That's actually the line lifted right out of the book. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. he talks about children, all the pooling nice. spawn. Because well, he says puling spawn because Hook does like this really long monologue in the play, like yeah. about them eating midnight chalkies, and I think even he mentions midnight like chalkies. He, well, <laughs> he, well, later on, he goes, "Oh, I want my Betty, my Betty by time or something like that." Yeah. That's that's from the monologue of the puling spawn. How I despise oh. them kids eating their midnight chalkies, and I will haunt them in their dreams. Is Hook supposed to be a bit like foppish? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be a little fl- not flamboyant, but yeah. just. I definitely oh. think he and, he and Smee are lovers, though. Think so? Oh, yeah. Well, Smee, oh, Smee, yeah. We were kind of discussing this the other day with Yeah, Smee, Smee is known as the non-conformist pirate. That's yeah. what, that's, in the play, that's his description. Right. So he's, they're definitely... Like, he's definitely there to, like, maybe... They've just been together forever. To, so to kind of gain off of whatever Captain Hook has to, like, you know, offer as, as the but captain. He takes, he takes but advantage he only, of, like, cares about himself, really, because it's me. What about It's me? true, yeah, because well, yeah. he starts, like, uh, putting treasure well, into like his trousers when he knows that the, well, the day even, is lost. Even in one of the clips I'm going to play when he's um, when he's talking to Hook after like, he's going to commit suicide, he's like, I don't make you some food, Captain. And he starts like he takes a bite of the bread, puts it on the plate. Well, he's like testing everything for poison, right? I don't know. I he just literally takes one bite of everything. Yeah, I know. He's just like, and then he he, he literally uh, well in that scene too, like he's he's like kind of doting over him, you know, and he's following oh, around. Okay. He's pulling out his shoes. He even yeah, kisses him on the cheek. They are totally ear, lovers. Ear to like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that, I think the lover things are reach. No yeah. way. No, even Dustin Hoffman himself He's said that they were re- they were rehearsing him. their lines, and they're like, "We're just going to play it like a couple of queens." And that's what they do. <laughs> that's fun in the movie. I, sw- I that's that's my interpretation. I they are totally a, a gay couple. Story it, it wasn't anything big, but we used that uh, like the hook hook chant for uh, like my oldest sister ran for 
uh, class president like, or something. Oh, yeah, that's fun. class something or other and stuff. So like during her campaign, she came out dressed like Captain Hook, played that over the audio and, and had the entire family stand up going, Hook, Hook, Hook. That's fun. In the auditorium and got everybody doing yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, she totally won. Of, of course, you know, right. put on a show like that and not win. Right. No, my family can put on a show for show. So right after the the boo box, like obviously uh, the children get lifted up in yeah. the air. Yes. Uh, Peter, you know, shows those himself. are my kids. Yeah. Those are my kids. Yeah. I love Hook's how much face. money do you want? Yeah. He's, He's just like, like eh? who the hell is this? <laughs> and then Smee comes out of nowhere with documentation. Well, yeah, because he's like, Peter, no, my great and worthy opponent, no, Smee, Smee, I've got his medical records right here. Yeah, he's flying yeah. freaking flying pain. Yeah. And he's like, I've got an affidavit yeah. from a one T bell. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hold on. Why does he have an affidavit from Tinker Bell? He even calls her Miss Bell later, too. Yeah. I think Hook mm-hmm. does. And I, I had to stop and think is um, obviously, oh, we saw David Crosby in that. In that uh, oh, yeah. The long <clears throat> the hook is David yeah. Crosby. And even, uh, oh, yeah, he even says, uh, this is where you slice them after the Tiger Lily incident. Because yep. we don't get any Tiger Lily in the movie. Otherwise. No, well, yeah, because yeah, that's that's the early story of him when okay. he's young. Um, the Tiger Lily incident is when I was telling you, like, they're on the rock yeah. when he tries to kill Tiger okay, Lily. Okay, so that's... Yeah, then, yeah. and then he but sees, he's like, then he sees the like fairy... tie in his mouth and stuff, and he's like, that's yeah. my appendix. Oh, uh, like yeah. yeah. And then he sees the face, like he's like, this fairy footprints, Captain. Yeah. yeah, this ain't Peter Pan. I got a dead man's dinghy. I'm a dead man's dinghy. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is my favorite part <laughs> of the so movie. Good. Uh, and I had to stop and think: is is Tink culpable Double. here? Is she a bit of a villain? Yeah, well, no. Tink's always out for her own needs, yeah. right? But like, how did they know are, are where to find the children? Are akin in their own way to their respective uh, partners? I maybe? suppose, yeah, yeah, totally. Kind of, but I can't of. help but feel like she's sort of like. Kind of sh- shady. She's a little sus. She's a little sussy balls. Well, she she even like <laughs> she even pulls out a dagger and puts it to you know hooks. Nose. I know, but like how did how did yeah, Smee get that info from uh, about Peter Banning and like where his kids are? You know, did she help find the kids? She could have she could have been tortured or something. You never know. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't trust her. I don't trust her. <laughs> I don't trust those damn fairies. Damn pixies. Fucking pixies. So yeah, they tell him that you know if. You fly up there, touch your children's fingers, and this will just be all a bad dream. He can't do it. He's afraid of heights. Yeah. You know, Tinkerbell says, give me give me four days, and I'll... Three. Three days, and I'll whip him into shape. Yeah. And then this is where, yeah, he gets he knocked off and oh, you know, yeah. walks the plane, yeah. falls in a thing. When and, he wanders into the Lost Boys camp. Yeah. No, and, well. and I have a clip of the Lost Boys <clears> camp <throat> um, of him, you know, meeting Rufio and all the boys. To the mermaids. Oh, the mermaid. Oh, yeah. We can't skip right over your yeah, mermaids. 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 She loves her mermaids. I still love my mermaids. Is that the only time we see them? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But you got to be careful because they'll grab you and drown you, but they like Peter. Oh. Yeah. They like Peter? Are, mermaids yeah. are not good things. Peter Pan fucking mermaids? I think so. Everybody loves Peter and never ends. <laughs> Everyone likes the bead. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm just going to play this clip. I'm playing the clip. I'm playing the clip. Not so fat to me. 
He's an old fat crap on man. Now, you put that thing away. Now, put it down before you poke somebody's eye out. You're not old enough to shave. What are you doing with a sword? And flying around with... This is an insurance nightmare. What is this, some sort of Lord of the Flies preschool? Where are your parents? Who's in charge here? No. No, Mr. Skunkhead with too much moose. You are just a punk kid. I want to speak to a grown-up. All grown-ups are pirates. Excuse me? We kill pirates. I'm not a pirate. So happens, I am a lawyer. Kill the lawyer! Kill the lawyer! I'm not that kind of lawyer. Let me get that great chase scene. I, like, Rob, Rob Williams has so many good lines on this. Yeah. And especially as a kid, you don't catch the... Lord of the no. Flies preschool and oh like, yeah, I missed the Lord of the Flies. Any, I think he did. Like, he had to. Yeah, he had to. Yeah, because he's just that good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. like I was saying in the beginning, like I don't think anyone else could have like suspended your disbelief into believing that you know he could can still like this adult can find his inner child because he's like forty, right? In this movie, yeah, he's a, yeah, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I just think that helps that we that he's that he's goofy. It appeals to kids because. I don't know, like, imagine sitting a kid in front of this and it's not Robin Williams and you think that it would hold them. I think, like, when I heard that Kevin, like, Tom Hanks or Kevin Klein, I think Tom Hanks could have, Kevin Klein, I could see the look for Kevin Klein, but yeah. I don't think Kevin Klein, I, the delivery I like. would have been wrong. Yeah, I like Kevin Klein, I think he's a very funny actor, I think he does a very good on what he does in his career, but no, one, did, no uh, one's Robin Williams. Soap Dish instead, right, in that same year? I think so, yeah, because no, the Big Chill, Big Chill was in the 80s, Consenting Adults was later on, I think. Yeah, I think so. Soap dish? Must have been soap dish. So, yeah, uh, they pretty much chase Peter around. You get to see kind of the Lost Boys little area, which they have like, you know, it's almost like a biodome. I wish there was like <laughs> a playground or something like that somewhere oh when I was a god. kid. Oh my god, that would look like that. Can we <clears throat> I used to imagine happen? like running through the woods when I was a kid and playing <laughs> with my just, friends. Do like, that in my backyard. We'll just Lost yeah. Boys style. <laughs> Yeah. You guys want to build a fort? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bunk bed forts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the are also, these kids are awfully uh, handy. There are, some of them are engineers because that, that uh, surf, or that uh, track. Like, yeah, that yeah. windsurfing track. Yeah. yeah. They also are very good with knives, you know. Apparently they know how to build, make basketballs. Well, you got to think. hold pressure. They, 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 <laughs> skateboards. they've been there for <laughs> what, like 90 years, yeah. you know, okay. like they it's might true. be little kids, but they're also, pretty smart. Yeah. Okay. So Peter's not actually 40. He's actually about 87. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was born in 1904. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty, pretty damn old, but he didn't really start growing up until he got adopted. Until he left. Yeah. yeah he had to leave yeah. the magic of the world. That's like, Suppressed his aging, yeah. So which, then, which is why Hook is an adaptation because Peter never got adopted. He pretty much was like, yeah. "Fuck you, I'm going back." Sorry, it's just a what if. Right? Yeah, I'm it's a call what if. Call forward a little bit too, and and like later on, Hook is 
says something about for a ten year old I'm huge. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because he says, he says, I remember you being a lot bigger. He's like, yes, for a, for a for 10 year old, I'm huge. I thought he said, to a 10 year old, I'm huge. I thought he said, for a 10 year old. Yeah, to a 10 year old, I'm huge. Yeah, because he's like, the last but time he, he saw him, he was a little kid. Like, yeah, yeah, to a 10 year old, I'm huge. Yeah, because he said, yeah, for a 10 year old. Like, like, I don't know, either one. I don't know, maybe I was mistaken. Maybe I'm yeah, because he says, he says, you last time, he says, I remember you, you don't being age much in uh, Neverland, right? I have to watch it. Yeah, no, you don't age in Neverland. So if he must have shown up at Neverland, at that age, 50-something or 60 or however old he is, and then stopped yes. aging. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole idea <clears throat> of the, the crocodile and the clock ticking is that the time is coming for Hook. Right, that's why that's the dying like aspect. And afraid, he's like, yeah. fuck that, I'm not going to die. I stuffed the, you know, yeah. stuff the crocodile. Isn't, the, do a quiet isn't clock. the crocodile's name TikTok? That's in the... Um, did that come from that's, later? That's, that's the Disney thing. Disney stuff? Yeah, that's okay. the Disney thing. They, they just call it the crocodile on the... I like uh, I like it when Thudbutt says, "Who's the shrub? Who's, Who's the, the shrub?" Because like not yeah. so fat to me. Early appearances were him wearing leaves and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's like he's in his OG. That's fine. I didn't really think about that OG one. costume right there. You know what I'm saying, Who's and even when he shrub? stands up, he's got this like full yeah. wreath on his head, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, the, the next shrub? scene is wait, pretty much you know, real Tinker Bell's trying to convince them it is Peter Pan. He just forgotten. You got to teach him, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, um, but this is kind of a long clip, and this is the uh, as Fish would say, the Smee and Hook love scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a, totally gay. I think it's about five minutes because uh, there's a lot of information, <laughs> a lot of information in here, and a lot of classic lines. Okay, here it is. This is where like okay, yeah. Oh, I should call myself my own Hook Smee, not to kill Pan when I had the chance. What have I done? What have I done, Smee? Agreed to a preposterous plan, an absurd war. Now I'm bound by my indefatigable good form to wait. I'll fix you a nice place. Wait I... for what? Whether it be three days or three decades, he will always be a fat old pan. Oh, I hate being disappointed, Smee. And I hate living in this flawed body. And I hate living in Neverland. And I hate, I hate, I hate Peter Pan. Smee. It's me. It's me. I've just had a sublime vision. <laughs> All the jagged parts of my life have, have come together to form a complete and mystical whole. An epiphany. Epiphany what? My life is over. Does that mean you've lost your appetite? Yes. Goodbye. Uh, where are you going? Are you getting dramatic? Goodbye, Smee. Captain, why, why don't we play, play with your island? Hey? You know, all the little Indians and the soldiers and all the lost boys? No stopping me this time, Smee. This is it. Don't make a move, Smee. Not a step. My finger's on the trigger. Don't try to stop me, Smee. I'm not again. This is it. Don't try to stop me this time, Smee. Don't try to stop me this time, Smee. Don't you dare try to stop me this time, Smee. Try to stop me. Smee, you better get up off your ass. Get over here, Smee. I'm coming. I'm oh, coming. Smee. I'm coming. This is not a joke. I'm committing a suicide. You think- Don't ever frighten me like that again. I'm sorry. Well, I'm some kind of a sadist. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. How's you feel now? I want to die. Oh, no, no, no. There's no adventure here. You call this no adventure? Death is the only great adventure oh, I have left me. Come on, let's get you in the bedroom. It's all over. Look, I'm so Don't upset tired. yourself, Jack. I want to go Betty Pie. I'll steal you. My career is over. Me. I want to die. As long as you haven't years. even thought this of, This is supposed yet. to be the war to end all wars. And it will be, Katie. The ultimate war. Rockable Katie. There a way to get it in me. To get even with him. We'll to get him where it really would hurt. There must be something I haven't thought of. Where is he vulnerable? I don't always have any more of this talk about doing away with yourself. I mean, what would the world be like without Captain Hook? Indeed, good forms me. What would the world be like without Captain Hook? There you go. I'm ready for my nightcap. Perhaps a flogging lootly. I think a bit of skullduggery would do you good. Take your mind off this pain business. First thing tomorrow morning, we'll shoot some Indians out a long time. I'm tired of killing Indians and lost boys. I've been killing them most of my life. I want to kill Peter Pan. I want to kill him. Hear me? I want to kill him. What <sighs> is that an apostrophe? I think you mean an epiphany. Lightning has just struck my brain. Well, that must hurt. Man's kids. About them. You could make them like you. No, say what? No, no, no. We could make the little buggers love you. No, Smith. No little children love me. Captain, that is the point. That is the ultimate revenge. What is? Payne's kids in love with Hook. What are you getting on about? It's the ultimate payback. What is? Imagine Payne's puss. Yes. When he faces you. Faces me. And his kids yes. standing beside you, yes. ready to fight for ready the sleaziest sleaze of the seven seas, oh. Captain James Hook. Oh, Captain, it's beautiful. Oh, yes, I oh, don't know what to do, Captain. Thank you very much. You know, Smee. I like it! I like it! I like it! <laughs> oh, Spee, what a superb idea I've just had! Tomorrow I'll make Pan's brats love me. Oh, Peter Pan will fly again. You'll remember how. And if he doesn't, those dirty lost boys will jog his memory. Oh, yes, you'll see. He'll crow, he'll fight, he'll fly, and then he'll die. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, when, when he, when he, the so, reason the reason okay. I do like that scene is because in the play, uh, Hook is really gives a lot of soliloquies. Yeah, and he's just consistently rambling <laughs> about just nonsensical. Yeah, he just goes and goes, and the midnight shockies and the puling spawn and just blah yeah. blah blah. So that's why I like this scene because it's really. You can't tell me from that scene that these guys I are not lovers. I can see it. I can see it. I think they're <laughs> just they've just been together forever. Okay. I uh, come on. I don't know. I um. Here I think it's funny. Me, me. He like kisses him, right? And he's doting over him. He's I like how he says apostrophe instead of epiphany. But he even does exactly to Smee what Smee is suggesting him to do to the kids, yeah. gaslighting them and like manipulating them. Sort of a narcissistic shit. Because he's like, I had a great idea right at the yeah. end there yeah. instead of crediting Smee. And then we get the the, the the great 
montage of the Lost Boys trying to jog <clears throat> Peter's memory yeah. of like yeah. working him out, working him out, and, and doing the when he's on the slingshot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I left out one uh, minor thing that I noticed in that scene too, yeah. which was the record player has an armrest for his like hook. There's like a record player, mm-hmm. like a turntable, oh, and there's an armrest. That's funny. So, so you can, can like, like use yeah, the use his hook uh, nice. as a needle. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yes. <clears throat> They're totally gay. We. Uh, I, I need a. I need a. I need a shoe tray thing like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, okay, look at all those shoes. He wears wigs. He's got a lot of mirrors. He's very vain. Mm-hmm. Smee knows this too. She's like, I'll fix you a bike, Captain. You know, he knows. He knows what he needs. He knows what's after. He's his right hand man, man. Yeah, him on the and, cheek. and the long tom thing is the cannon. The what? Uh, when he says, "Oh, we can shoot a couple Indians at Long Tom," oh. that's their cannon. Oh, that's, that's the cannon. Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> which is from the story. Um, another thing cool. You're talking about the Lost Boys training, uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. When he when he, they sit they sit his ass in that slingshot. Um, <laughs> he's very like. I'm so happy. He's like uh, not as hairy as uh, Robin Williams normally yeah. is because they actually had him. Shave his upper body for this movie. Shave him down. Yeah. Shave him down. <laughs> we can't look. Like, Robin, you must not look like an ape. Okay. Well, I guess it was to make him look as as young as possible. I don't know because because he's it's trying to find his figure. boyish. Maybe I the suppose finger paints on his chest. And Maybe that wasn't working. Like yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we can't see the happy face. And also, uh, all of the razor, yeah. Also, the uh, the Lost Boys clothes reflect from which time periods they were. They left from yeah, mm-hmm. right because you see a kid in like a, a Confederate hat. There's another kid who's like wearing something out of like the 1930s. There's one kid looks like maybe he's from the 60s. You know, uh, like Mario, he kind of looks like he's got that uh, like a suit on. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that was supposed to be. And those th- kids th- are from those eras, like, uh, <laughs> or those are just clothing that got lost here through the ages that of people from various timelines. It could have been. It, I mean, they're yeah. supposed to be taken as like like little, like little baby children, and they. Kind of grow into, yeah. They like, gotta find this clothing, like they grow up, like they hit, they like plateau at like 10, right? You know? like yeah, that's like their level out. I think, I don't know. I, I mean, Rufio's, le- I wish I leveled out at like 23. Just stay right here, yeah. Like Dante <laughs> Bosco in this is like, what was he? He was like 13, 12, I think so, yeah, 12 or 13 when he did this movie. Uh, uh, uh a couple you've had the opportunity to meet him too around the area. Yeah. A couple yeah, of my no, friends have met him too. Wonderful. When they signed our poster, yeah, he was super nice. At yeah, the, it, was, uh, it was for Copper the 25th. Fox. Yeah. Uh, 25th anniversary of the release of the movie. I yeah, believe. and he did the like old a party. Copper party. Rocket. The Copper Rocket. And my yeah. friend uh, um, Emily, um, she was dating Andrew at the time, another mutual friend of ours. And her job, I think, was to be some kind of like a personal assistant or guide or something for celebrities. Whenever they came to Florida, they would mm. she would take them, like, I don't know, plan their day, the something v- like, like a that. VIP I suppose, yeah. She was always doing work at conventions. Well, she was dating Andrew, and they he's just casually uploading photos of him and Rufio hanging out at the Copper Rocket. Yeah, yeah. and, no, and like, you were, the were there. Yeah, that's wild. He's like, you were there. before I knew Josh, too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we were toting our little poster and stuff. We had, like, this poster tube all night long, like, just packing it around, because, like, you couldn't just, like, go up and, like, hang out and party with him and stuff. There was, yeah. like, certain times where right. they'd be like, okay, form a line if you want to, like, something signed a picture or, or something yeah. signed. Okay. And, like, you can, like, form a line, and then we'll, like, continue the party like oh. I guess Andrew was trying to take shots with him and shit. He was like, yeah, well, he had like his own little like VIP yeah, area. Okay. Stuff, yeah. Like he would like, walk around and say hi to people, but it's like cool. if you want something important, like okay, sure. 10 minutes, yeah. hurry up. You yeah, know. you want you know, you want to respect so somebody's privacy. Exactly. Then. Yeah, we got the uh, poster signed and then like Josh was like, yeah, I've got the Hook Sisters with me. And he was like, what? It's so like I got the Hook Sisters. He was like, "You guys are the Hook Sisters," and we're like, "Yeah." And he did like a Snapchat. Yeah, or he Instagram did like yeah, whatever That's the cool. like 
it wasn't Vine. I can't remember what was going on at the time, but like he Snap. made an entire day. Okeroscope or something. I don't yeah, know like a, a thing like of a that day. a timeline for the day? Yeah. That's fun. But like it's me and my sister's like, hi, like waving <laughs> with him in the background. And he's like, these are the Hulk sisters. That's rad. We felt, yeah. We Did you meet anybody else from the movie that. or just him? It was just, just him. him. That was there. Yeah. But it was a really fun night. I mean, if I ever get to meet Dustin Hoffman, I'd have him sign it also. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so we get the we get a couple more scenes, but probably the one of the f- most famous scenes that everyone remembers is the food fight. Yeah, and uh, here's a little clip of uh, the argument between oh cool Rufio. Yeah. And Peter. I like it when when Thudbutt sits down. Yeah, he goes, the- "Don't crowd me!" But they're all <laughs> falling <laughs> into him, <laughs> and they're like, "Come on!" Yeah. <laughs> all right, here it is. Uh, I gotta figure out which one it was. Six. What's the deal? Where's the real food? If you can't imagine yourself being Peter Pan, you won't be Peter Pan, so eat up! Eat what? There's nothing here. Gandhi ate more than this. Don't you remember? This used to be your favorite game. Forget the games. I want some real food. I want steak. I want eggs. I want a cup of coffee. You can't! Eat your heart out, you crinkled, wrinkled, fat cat! You're a very ill-mannered young man. You're you know a that? slug and worm. Come on, you can do better than that! I can't believe you're encouraging me. Yes, yes, show me your fastball dust brain, you paunchy, sag-bottom puke pot! You are a very poor role model for these kids. Do you know that? I bet you don't even have a fourth grade reading level. Immortal suck navel. Well, maybe a fifth grade reading level. Boil dripping, beef fart sniffing, bubble butt. Someone has a severe caca mouth. Do you know that? You are a fart factory. Slug slime, sack of rat guts and cat vomit. Cheesy scab-picked, pimple-squeezing finger bandage. A week-old maggot burger with everything on it and flies on the side! Substitute chemistry teacher? Come on, Rubio, hit a mat. Mung tongue? Math tutor? Pinhead? Prison barber. Mother lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lying, crying, spying, prying, ultra pig. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Make your right, Peter! 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 You man! Stupid, stupid man! Rufio, if I'm a maggot burger, why don't you just eat me? You two-toned, zebra-headed, slime-coated, pimple-farming, paramecium brain, munching on your own mucus, suffering from Peter Pan envy. What's a paramecium brain? I'll tell you what a paramecium is. That's a paramecium. It's a one-cell critter with no brain that can't fly. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. that little part there in the song i always want to go ding dang dong yes (laughs) john williams tends to like use a lot of stuff and you're like that sounds like home alone there for a minute some of the music that he uses too in like the more like uh 
or, uh, quieter moments. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like the Ewoks uh, music too in Jedi. But I, I swear he kind of just takes his music and just meshes it and creates just something amazing. He like puts it in a blender and it's like here's hook. Puts it in a blender. Here's this. You know. So this feast looks amazeballs. Uh, f- for our ten year anniversary, I'm gonna try to recreate that feast. I'm getting, or, no, I want to recreate the food fight. Yeah, I'm getting I mean, hungry. I mean, oh my both. god, yeah. <laughs> it's every time I see it, and it's actually it's actually my, one of my favorite songs in the the yeah. um, album is the the food fight. It's just great. Yeah, and I, I like you know Tinkerbell when they're in the food fight. So that means like people were with shovels, like throwing this. Shit oh yeah, at, at uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also really enjoy this scene because um, I didn't know until you pointed it out months ago, and I saw it again tonight. Like that, the cheese oh, has stud thud, butt, thud and butt yeah. it says it even says stud butt yeah. on there. I was like, oh shit! I never, I never noticed that before. And why is there a beaver right in the middle of the table? There's a beaver. Next time you watch, there's a beaver. Wow, miss that! Right in the middle of the damn table. <laughs> Maybe it's, uh, I'm always looking at the cheese. It's a, it's a, nod, it's a nod to basic instinct. I, okay. The uh, show. Hey, oh. <laughs> um, and then you get the this Rufio gets upset, throws that coconut. I really, really like this part oh, because he instinctively like spins and slices it. And you notice that when he stares at the sword, there's a crow, a rooster yeah, crowing that, that. in the back, like real soft yeah. in the back. And I was like, that's that's his powers awakening right now because he made the food manifest. His sword oh, ability came back to him. And that's just like the final piece because the island, I think he's like Superman. Like the island and he have to be the close magic, to each other yeah. for all of it to. You can see that. He awakens it's like, the it's island. Like, it's like the sun right. with Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like with the flowers when they're like, oh, I know you. And they ha, Peter's back. Because <laughs> the island, I think, later helps him. Like it's, it's not just him finding his, his memory, like the, the, he sees his reflection in the water. Oh, That's yeah. That's because no. the island's like waking up more. Well, it's trying to make him remind, like Over the, the course baseball of hitting three him days. on the head and everything like that. I wonder that. if the three days is important because there's also three moons. Is this supposed to be like a, a, three, a Christ three. thing? I don't, I don't know. know. A trinity? <laughs> trinity? I don't know. That's me reaching. <laughs> That's definitely me reaching. Uh, I don't know. I like, I like that sort of stuff in, in movie theory. It's fun. We get that scene of uh, When You Are Alone. We get Maggie singing that song. Which I think that was, I think that was nominated. I think that was nominated for an Oscar. By the way, have you seen her these days? No, she looked good. She's knockout. But well, dang. The, guy, heard, the, guy, the guy who plays Jack looks the same. Charlie Corsmo. Yeah. I think he is a, a lawyer now or something. Is he? Yeah, which he is, looks the same. Yeah, but he's really good in this. Like, actually, he's got some pretty like heavy lifting to do with some of the scenes. Well, yeah, because emotionally, we have this. Like, I, like I think the next scene is pretty much getting close to the end. But we have yeah. the. Um, <clears throat> We have like when Thudbutt talks about you know the marbles shows him the marbles that he's like yeah, yeah he lost them good he lost them real good know? didn't he <laughs> and then says you know he's like you know my my happy thought is my mother and we kind of get like that deep intro thing and then this is where we hook starts to play right. with the kids you know yeah. like an F an F an A you know he's yeah. trying to. Makes he him doesn't smash clocks and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't really like Maggie that much because she's pushing back. She sees right through that yeah. shit. Yeah, he's, she's he, just like, hmm. you know, and you know, Jack, I can be the father you never. Have. And he says and this to me in that scene you put earlier. He said, "No little children like me." And then right, and right when she starts like going apeshit on him, she's like, "See, no up. little yeah. children like me. You got to be a little older so you can manipulate them." I want to wake pure up. Innocence. I want. I want me, yeah. me, 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 yeah. my, 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 now, now. They try to recreate a baseball game too. 
They do. They do the the baseball game, which is fun. The Pirates. Yeah. It <laughs> looks know? it looks kind of like the Pittsburgh throwback. Yeah, they got too. the P's on it and stuff like that. And the, the run hats. home Jack, run home yeah. Jack. You know, no, they've got it wrong. Switch it around. Yeah. I like it when the catcher shoots the uh, runner <laughs> yeah. trying to steal second. He's stealing second. <laughs> That'll get you ejected. <laughs> That's kind of baseball I want. <laughs> Bad form. Do you remember the Mutant Sports League or whatever it was called? Mutant League something. It was an animated show on like Saturday mornings when we were kids. Or at least like fucking uh, athletes. Somehow get taken to this underworld like where they're turned into where they're like, turned into like monsters and zombies, and they have to play in these oh, mutant I don't sports league. That. Oh yeah, I, there was yeah. I had the I toys. That. <clears throat> Sorry. The baseball game is fun. I, I always liked as a kid seeing the different attachments that Hook had. You know, yeah, he had like the the wine yeah. glass. He's got like yeah. the, the. Where's my bubbly? Where's my yeah, bubbly? Where's my bubbly? Fetch me my bubbly. Thank you, darling. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter runs away from the game because he. Well, he, he realizes that, like, his he's son gotta is... He's got to go, yeah. yeah. he's like, you know, no, I'm going to get my kids it's back. Gotta right, fly. he's got to go learn gotta how to fly. fly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant to say, yeah. So his determination is, like, like now happening, and this is when I think that, like, the ball returns, or he, or he fucking crushes a dinger <laughs> out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. And then it hits homeboy in the head, and that's when I think, like, the island and Neverland itself is like, hey, Peter, here you go, come over here. Kinda, hey, wake it up, wake yeah. up a little bit. And I, I have a clip of when he... Um, because you know the shadow shows up, right? And kind of is like whoop whoop, yeah. Like showing him like over here, go to yeah. you know, go to this the tree, which is based off of the story of right the tree, and um, here it is where he finds his old home. Oh, be careful, Peter! You're a lot taller than you used to be. I'll say something. You like my dress? You look beautiful. <laughs> What's the occasion? You are. It's a welcome home party. What happened here? Hook. Hook. Burnt it when you didn't come back. chair yes but it wasn't there it was here we used to sit here while she darned socks and tell us stories she slept here think your apartment was right here yes little michael had his basket bed right here john Daddy. 
father used to put him in the pram to keep me company. I remember my mother. I remember her. Yeah, I had a lot more than that, but it's pretty long. <clears throat> Isn't but, that this whole scene like almost directly from the Kensington Gardens? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like when when you see the the pram, like him and the pram going away, but that shot of him like the baby laying on the, in that spiral. It's mm -hmm. actually there's actually a picture of that um, in one of the books where you can oh. see him laying there, and then you know all the all the, the all the fairies are covering him up with leaves <clears throat> to like keep him dry in the rain oh, and stuff like that. Interesting, you know, because it's like Tink, you found me and. You know, yeah. you taught me to fly and all that stuff. I remember being real confused about that when I was a kid, being like, how does a baby know what the fuck he's doing? I'm seven days old. Talks to... Like, I'm running, running away from home. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of this shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> seven babies days. have superpowers that can make themselves run away. Yeah. This one does. And then, of course, he wants to go back, so, you know, he talks about, like, I would find other open windows to visit. We get a shot of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Like, As a young like, lady. 2.5 seconds of going on the Paltrow. Pizza! Oh, she's got the whole, like, the aging scene where she ages yeah. up. A couple you know. of times, yeah. yeah. And then, you she's know. She's got a couple dramatic turns in there, you know? Because he would come back, and, and that is that is kind of the story. And then, I'm old. <laughs> well, it, James Barry actually added an additional thing to the play um, later yeah. on in life where Peter comes back and Wendy <laughs> is grown up, and he comes back for, he ends up, um, she's like, I can't come with you. And Peter goes, no, I'm not here for you. I'm here for your daughter, Jane. Oh, and she, Wendy, pretty much says like, "Yes, just go on. I'll see you when you get back." Type of thing. Oh snap! Like it's now your turn to go party with Peter. You know. Oh, all right, party with Peter. Party huh? with the Peter. Because <laughs> he, he's party yeah. with the pee pee. That was a groan. Yeah, I know. Like it's been awfully quiet during this part. I also liked how I guess this was supposed to be read around the mid. 60s or early 60s yeah because you, you see the hard Beatles night stuff. yeah uh phil collins has an uncredited uh role as an extra in that movie in hard days night yep i didn't know that so that's I've two phil it. collins references oh, in this movie. tarzan the three nice. okay oh snap <laughs> uh we'll just throw that in there i don't know I like it. <laughs> okay literary character sure <laughs> <clears throat> um and then he figures out that his happy thought is that he had kids yeah it's like i, he he's like, I grew dad. up because i wanted to be a dad yeah and this is probably my favorite favorite scene in the movie I think, oh yeah I think when he blasts out gets you all giddy yeah and you get to see neverland so from a distance like, like uh, dude the tattoo on my chest like the compass rose like oh I that's what's in the pretty much tried to base it off of the that okay. <sighs> dude i just want to live there yeah i, I want to live on that goddamn island is he wearing the thimble on his pink on his finger though when he points up i don't or think something? he is because i think he just drops it okay like i remember and then he's he, like i'm out of here and then he changes clothes like that well because he flies through the trees man oh it's, it's all the leaves and magic, shit man, and it's the island reaching out to him thank you yes. <laughs> it's the island <laughs> it's just connecting, hands, connecting. of course i do i just saved a bunch of fairy lives right there did. that was wonderful good point thank you he even flies in front of the sun and then like Dives back down. Yeah, kind of like Superman. I think we have that that part right there, right? That's the one. Yeah, I got a little background drawing of that. That's really nice. And uh, hey, wait, is there a shooting star in this one? Oh yeah, doy. Yeah, it's it's like during the during the night scene. scene. Yeah, yeah never mind. <coughs> <coughs> of course, there's a Yo, shooting does Spielberg star. put a shooting star in like every movie? Yes. Yeah, no, that's yes, well, that's, that's, a, that's his thing. Yeah, like kind of how J.J. Abrams always has a box that's and never opened or something like that. Jaws has two. Jaws has two. Jaws has one, 
but it's a real star. You see it twice in the movie, but it's the same star, or it's the same thing falling out of the sky. Yeah, because well, different angles. Well, you see, you see one when they're in the boat singing. And that was real. That was accident. That was a real oh, damn. Yeah, you see that in the boat when they're singing, but then you see the one where you it's like a close up of Brody's face. And it looks yeah, like a and fucking it's in the meteorite sky, yeah, coming by behind yeah, him. Yeah. Uh -huh. <clears throat> yeah, so there's technically two. Okay, all right, fine. But <laughs> it's one. just because they recorded it the same event multiple yeah. times and used it for different shots. That's but I didn't realize that he did that with every other movie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's there's his. a shooting every star movie. in every movie. Yeah, that's every his. That's I gotta go find him. That's his thing. Yeah, shooting stars are Spielberg's thing. Yeah, he's always got a shooting star. Like that's, <clears throat> his, that's like his little moniker. How the fuck did I not know that? Hit the what? button. God, you're always telling me that I don't have the button always queued up. You, oh, my God. You're in control <laughs> over there, engineer. That's wonderful. It's my new Thank favorite you. thing. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, the, oh, my God. That's yeah. that, it's real. We, we're it? supposed to do it anytime like something I know, cool it's, gets it's dropped. Just, it's just hard for me to like go back and hit it. because I'm like, I'm just have it queued up and get it ready, man. Boom, 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 boom. So we get Hook flies around. We get the that intro that Peter I Peter flies around. Yeah, <laughs> Thank Hook you. flies around. Who knows? We can change it up. We also get the scene where um, also his, his, his ears point out. They get all pointy. Yeah, no, he yes. becomes kind of elvish a little bit. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to go. Yeah, you no, off. you're good. And uh, you know, he flies in. Rufio, he's full pan. Rufio does the, not not yep. that. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> you get this scene. Important. Why you can fight? And, and he almost forgets why he's there. He does. They're having fun. He's having a good time. I like the like the play thing yeah. where he's like, you know, throwing the basketball at their heads. Yeah. Like, like they did play. to him back like when he was all like, like fat. He cuts off Rufio's pants or his belt. Oh, or something yeah. Like he goes, that. chances him. Yeah, yeah. And he's like wearing like the red long johns yeah. or whatever. I remember thinking when watching this, I'm like, all right. If I had to take on how many waves of 10 to 12 year olds do you think you could handle before, before oh, they took dude. you down? I don't know. <laughs> seven. Oh, no. I think I can handle quite a few. Let's yeah, go. Seven kids, and then it's like no, <clears throat> because all these kids go off and f like fight adults with non-lethal weapons, and they're all carrying swords and shit. I don't know. I'm not gonna launch eggs and marbles at people or even use mirrors when I oh, when I use that sword. That's a great scene. Yeah, we, it is. We get um. Well, Hook, you know, flies up and he's talking to Tink. You know, puts his face in there. Peter. Peter, why keep saying Hook? I don't know. Is this the name of the movie? Yeah, Peter. Peter flies around. He puts his face in there. He's like, "What you doing?" You know, and then which one's Hook? Boy and have fun. Yeah, well, yeah. I just want to grow up and have fun. And tell me another one. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Wendy was there. Well, he's a robber in her mouth. That's from the play. Because also, why why the hell would she wait to show him the treehouse? Why didn't she do that? Like, why didn't she lead with that, Tinkerbell? It's just timing. I think it was... Yeah, is it timing? I think, yeah. Or is she just manipulative? Because then now she's all sad that he's all a kid again. She's got his ID and his credit card. Like, now you got to be an adult again. Now that I just manipulated you into being a kid again. Little Pixie can't make up her mind, you know? Man, I'm telling you, man. She's got to drive the plot somehow. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, yeah, he tries to remind her that, you know, you're... You're not, you know, you're Peter Pan. Yeah, you gotta Peter remember Pan's why you're here. Kids, yeah. like Pan's got and, then and then she, and then she becomes a full blown. She makes a wish. And is poof. that something life size Barbie man? Is that like, something that's like uh, invented for the movie, or has she done that before? No, I think it's invented yeah, for the movie because I don't remember reading anything about her being able to become life size. How many wishes does she get? Yeah, I don't remember her having wishes. I don't either. Yeah, 
I got a really funny mermaid joke about wishes. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> You're like, it's a little too dirty. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. You know, uh, Tinkerbell becomes giant and pretty much kisses Hook or Peter. God, Peter. I can't Damn, speak honey. Today. Yeah. He's got a hook on the brain, She's, man. She wants to give him a thimble with yeah. her mouth. With her mouth. Yeah, because he's like, a kiss holds it. He's like, no, like a real kiss. <laughs> oh my God. And then he remembers Moira. Yeah. And then she, this is where he, she calls him a silly ass. Right. Which is a reference to the play. I didn't realize no. that either. I yeah. thought that was cool. And then, yeah, he has to go save his kids. And this is where we get the Lost Boys suiting up. Yeah. Like, Hopping through cobwebs. Chicken with, uh, eggs. And yeah. then, <laughs> <laughs> Very know. Mad Max. It in is. In a way. Yeah. Like, like, I think they based Rufio on that one dude um, played by Vernon. Uh, oh, from the original one? Because of the yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. And then we get <clears> some <throat> massive cool fights. I mean... This is was always one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, me too. It's just action packed. You know, foam ready. I can't think of any other movies where Robin Williams is doing a lot of fighting. Mm. Popeye. But I mean, it's more Maybe. like punching. But yeah, no. is, I guess that is a little. That's another one. But like, I can't, yeah, can't yeah, think of anything. Right. Else. He might be in like some peril and running around a lot, like in Jumanji and stuff. Yeah, but, but I don't like, see him. I think sword fighting and no, like full on, like you know. Yeah. Fighting. I mean, He's Jumanji, he handles a sword, but it's like to cut a vine. Sure, but yeah. It's like real awkward about it. Yeah, and also when, when he did, when he, you know, because they're about to pierce Jack's ear, like mm-hmm. this is really, really going, going to hurt. hurt. And then we have that, and he's cutting into yeah. the. Uh, and then he opens it up, and it's like a perfect, perfect, perfect detail. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect yeah. Detail. You're like, wow, real cartoony. Peter's it, crafty. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I guess is maybe a shadow magic. did it for him. Magic. It's magic. all the island. Just, it's the it's island, question. man. It's just man. It's magic. the spice menage. I was also reading. <laughs> I was reading too that like uh, some of the elements didn't make it into the movie. That uh, of course it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Like how in the story, like if be, I I know that they don't age when they're in Neverland, but then some of them do because if they get too old, he banishes them to nowhere land, which is where the long lost boys go. There's like some other uh, part of the island uh, that they're banished to. Because he mentions in one of the novels or books or plays, I'm not sure that Peter is responsible for kind of thinning out the Lost Boys, yeah. either banishing them or implying that maybe he kills them. I'm not well, sure. Pirates kill a lot of Lost Boys. <laughs> Right, you know the crocodile. But even Rufio says not, we kill pirates. And right, stuff, yeah, and, and, and really Hook has said, right, yeah, I know. And Hook has said, I'm tired of killing lost boys and Indians. Yeah, how many of them just turn up regularly? What's the uh, what's our annual sort of immigration rate? Yeah, in Neverland because, because Peter's not really grabbing the kids anymore to bring them back. I don't know. Maybe maybe Tinkerbell's like. I'm telling you, man, stealing some children. She's the one who did this children shit. She's doing some shady shit <laughs> shit on the side. Goddamn, Tico Bellois. <laughs> so I keep. I got to keep the the war alive. I'm making money off of this. Yeah, it's it's the she's yeah. a profiteer. Neverland is a is yeah. Neverland. <laughs> yeah, she's a profiteer. She started this war. <laughs> yeah, she's just, just, totally see the, the islands just like thing. I need more children. Oh, dude, <laughs> wild. <laughs> um, so I have a, a clip. We have this massive fight scene with Ron Williams being fun, funny, mm-hmm. you know, tragic. And then we get the kind of the final duel of... Uh, this is when, we, when, the, when the stakes really get upped because of uh, Rufio's... Yeah, yeah, Rufio yeah. Rufio gets stabbed. Yeah. Gets Hardcore. Right every heart. time. Yeah. I always cry. Looky, yeah. looky, I got hooky. I don't know why. It, well, a magical gust hits him. Yeah. It's the island. It's the island. It's the island. It's listening. Um... 
this Whoa. is this is pretty much where they're they're by the the, the crocodile clock, and it's kind of like the the last ending of of Hook. Hello, tick tock, tick tock, Hook's afraid of an old clock. I did not. I think James Hook's afraid of time. Ticking away. Rufio, you kidnapped my children. You deserve to die. Strike, Japan. Strike true. Daddy, let's go home. Please. He's just a mean old man without a mommy. Yeah, Dad, let's go. He can't hurt us anymore. Bless your child, good form, Jack. After all, what would the world be like without? I want you to take your ship and go. And I never want to see your face in Neverland again. for Pan the Man. Then, of course, he sees his kids, and he realizes he's got to go home. So Tinkerbell teaches the kids how to fly. He sends them off home. Huh? But Pan, Pan has to pick a new... I know. I was getting there. Okay. Getting there. Pan's got like, to choose oh, yeah. a, a new Tink person. Takes yeah, Tink takes the kids. Oh, yes. and so there's that part where he says, uh, uh, strike hard, strike true, Peter. Yeah, that's right out of the... 
That's right. Yeah, that's another the story because um, Toodles actually shot Wendy with an arrow when she's flying in a Neverland. Oh, really? Because he thought it was a bird. You know? oh, oh. Like, oh, that lady looks like and, a bird. And Peter gets really pissed Maybe off. So, uh, like, too. Toodles tells Peter to kill him. Like, I'm sorry, kill me. Strike well, hard, strike two. But it is, isn't it? Yeah, right. but it's like Tink is like telling them to, uh, to do shoot it, yeah. it because right. yeah. yeah, because she's that's in, jealous that's in the of Dis- Wendy. Yeah, that's in the Disney <laughs> version of it. That's, yeah. There's precedence. Yeah. See, yeah. Tink in the old one too. She was a real conniver. Trust her, man. Don't don't mess with the with the fairy who fixes pots and pans, baby. Yeah. She'll drop them on your head. <laughs> and how does a taxidermied crocodile eat a man? Because the because it's the island. Well, it's the <laughs> it's the island. Well, because the crocodile is supposed to represent death. It's supposed yeah. to be, you know the time and time it, in it, the mouth the clock, like always tick, into the mouth the ticking of like oh. Because you know, like even in the Disney version and all the versions, you hear that yeah. tick, tick, tick. Especially, yeah. especially when Hook is background. is usually in a fight or something bad's about to happen. You hear the tick, tick yeah. of the clock, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta oh, get out of here!" Yeah, he's like trying to you know escape death and run away. Time. Exactly. I like how in the end of the the fifty three one when he skips across the water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that, that clock face is the same one on that's on the Big Ben Tower. Yeah, it looks similar. Oh, wait, Big Ben's yeah. the bell, right? The Big Ben is the bell. Big Ben's they the just, bell. They just always reference it. The whole thing is, yeah, it's the same stuff, clock but, face, though, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also discovered that the bangerang wasn't just made up for this movie. It's a Jamaican slang for hubbub, uproar, disorder, or disturbance. Bangarang. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> or you could use it as like a way to describe someone like man maybe, maybe, johnny looked real bangerang maybe, maybe that's what the fi- no, we use bangerang quite fish. a bit maybe the fairy dust is spice okay yeah i'm following, yeah, following? Reaching for those i'm reaching for that so anyway uh <laughs> peter decides to pick a next assessor like who's gonna, right. who's gonna be the next pan right. to take over neverland so pan is a title it's not just his last name well, it's I Peter mean, Pan. Because they know. call him the Pan. They yeah. call him the, you pan. the pan. You are the oh, Pan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because even Rufio says it like right before he dies. That's like, right. You are the Pan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he even said like earlier, he's like, I'm the Pan now. Yeah. So, yeah, so like, I think just, it's just like the name for king for them. So, okay. Adaptation. So if he, if he gives the title over to Thudbutt, it'd be Thudbutt the Pan. Thudbutt well, Pan? I don't know if it really is like just the, like the yeah. title itself. It's just kind of more like, of a like a formality. It's like you're the god. Okay. You're the, stuff, but like mean, is like he doesn't like get the name of okay. Pan maybe. But will but, he still have the same effect on the island that Peter does now that he's know. handed over the mantle? I don't That's know. Because what if he's flying around like <laughs> <laughs> Hey you guys. Oh my god. Uh, I, I like the little kid that's like well, who am I supposed to take care of? Never bugs. Never, Never bugs. bugs. Little, little ones. ones. So he flies back home, uh, Peter does, and he kind of wakes up. And it's funny, he's actually in Kensington Gardens. Um, that's yeah. where the Peter Pan statue that's is. That's statue, right? Yep. And he wakes up and, you know, th- sees Tink, because like the sun. Yeah. And she says a couple lines. Um, and then, then we and then we see, we see Bob bottles. Hoskins like sweeping bottles. Like, oh, Trouble with the missus. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes home, and I have a little clip of him coming home to the family. Excellent. this long? Uh-huh. I'm incredible. Yeah. Neverland. Uh-huh. Lost Boys. Jim Hook. Duel to the death. I'll fill you in later. Listen, I'd love to chat, but I gotta climb a drain pipe right now. Why? 
Because I ran out of fairy dust. If not, I would have flown up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Did I tell you about this window? Always keep it open! Oh! Never, ever, ever close it. I have to take this. Brad, have you wondered what it's like to feel the total exhilaration of really flying? Feel this. Where have you been? Fly me, Daddy, fly me! Anytime, Maggie. To infinity and back again. <laughs> Hello, Peter. I missed the adventure again, didn't I? I think these belong to you. Over. Oh no. To live. To live will be an awfully big adventure. I love the ending of this where you see like you know Toodle still flying around there in the credits and <clears> there's <throat> like a yeah. loopy loop around yeah, yeah, the yeah. clock. Uh, and that's the movie. I love this movie. I love it too. It's a great one. It is a good, feel good. Solid. I've watched it, I can't even count how many times so I've seen this movie. When we watch it together, we'll sit and like, we'll be quoting at the same time, then we'll like slap each other and be like, okay, shut up. Yeah, shut up. And we'll start just doing it again. Okay, shut up. Yeah, we, I, we, can, like, we, can, we, we can listen to the music and quote the movie just yeah. by hearing like, the song. Yeah, no, you hear the, you play the soundtrack and we can say, oh, this this part of the movie. Both of us can do that. All right. It's ridiculous. Well, what do you think, Fish? What's your duck rating? Um, it's five ducks. It's five ducks. I mean, yeah. Do 11 ducks. Yeah, 11. As well, many I mean, ducks as I can throw at it. Yeah. I mean, it's iconic. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all giving it five, so that's a total of 15 duckaroos 15 right there. Ducks. <laughs> 15 ducks right there. Your wishes come true. Uh, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't love this movie unless you were like already in your 30s person. in 1991 yeah. and it just wasn't for you. I think... 
I've, I've known people that have never seen it. That's wild. Yeah. It's, I'm like, how have you never seen a hook? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. It's like, but, but, but just go watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a kind of a movie that I think, well, <clears throat> maybe not so much 10 to 15 years ago. I wouldn't have been into it. But I think now with the way some uh, newer sequels to movies have been happening, if this got a sequel, I think that'd be interesting. I wouldn't want Spielberg to do it. No, I, well, I, I don't think they'll make a sequel to Hook. I mean, they'll it. just make another Peter Pan. Maybe not story. even. A, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, they um, make so many different adaptations, and yeah. but it's specifically the story that I really liked. I actually you know, have I would the, like to see like I what, have the novelization of this Neverland. Oh, that's I'd read that uh, yeah. by Terry Brooks. Yes. Oh, fun! Yeah, do the Shana 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 our next movie, and we're going to give Megan the... Huzzah! You get the, the honors of pulling bucket. from the duck bucket. Shaky, shaky, shaky. That's a proper good episode for a season one intro, huh? Yeah, definitely. Pushing two hours? Almost. All right. Okay, guys. Shaky, <laughs> shaky. I'm doing it real good. I mean, I really just wanted to just play the whole movie. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, boy. The Greasy Strangler. Oh, boy. What is the Greasy? The Greasy Strangler. <laughs> that sounds like a sexual position. I'm going to give you the Greasy <laughs> <No>. Strangler. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, man. That's I think it's a Derek Marin entry. Is it? Okay. I believe so. Oh, my. The Greasy Strangler. You're so close to Joe versus the Volcano. I can see it in there. Oh, the Greasy Strangler, <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this one. <laughs> I don't think I am either. <laughs> I don't think I am either. I don't think anybody's ready for something called the Greasy Strangler. You don't know about this movie? No. Oh, man. Okay. It's, it, it's, it sounds like something I would order at like a diner or something. Like, give it a Greasy Strangler yeah. platter. Like, <laughs> like something that's totally Let, let me look it up real quick. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and look that up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our uh, season three opener for Hook. Thank you, Megan, for coming on the show again. Thank you for it's him. It's been wonderful. This it came out in 2016. Yeah, it's pretty new. All right, it's a it's, hor- it's a horror comedy. It's an hour and 33 minutes, and it is free on Prime. Excellent. So uh, we will watch that. Excellent. Also free on Prime is Velocipaster, right? Yeah. It's also uh, great. Movie. Elijah Wood produced it. What? Have you seen oh. Come to Daddy? No. Come to Daddy is really good. A lot of Elijah Wood stuff he's been doing lately is he he was in the remake he's for a, Maniac too. He's just good. I love Elijah Wood. <clears throat> I don't feel at home in this world anymore is a really great movie that he's in as well. Like it's sort of like in the indie horror realm of things. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, well, let's thank our patrons. Yeah. Thank you to all of our patrons, regular contributors, D rock, Krisky, shave money, boy, pronto, Samantha, Patty, Patty Edwards. That is uh, Rios, Sam wise stripes, Timbo, our producer, AJ Simmons. Thank you again. And uh, to all of you lovely people, I have been Fish. And I've been Josh. And I'm Megan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my wife for joining us. Thank we'll you. see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to Season 3, Episode 1.